Hey everybody, welcome back to the DudeCast. Why, hello. Yo. How's everyone doing this week? Y'all doing real good out there in podcast land? We we sure fucking hope so. (laughs) Yeah. Sure do. We'd hate for you to be having a bad week. (sighs) Hope that whatever you're doing, whether it's driving or pooping or something similar. (laughs) Driving or pooping. Is basically okay. Pooping and driving together. It might be pooping Mm. and driving. Pooping and driving. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. I mean, if you have you a diaper, if you have a really good diaper, you could poop you could. anywhere. Incidentally, I realized um, <clears throat> that, like, everybody's been saying, like, ah, you know, well, not everybody, but pe- I've heard people. <laughs> literally <laughs> everybody, everybody literally, in my life. Everybody in my saying. life. No, I've heard, uh, it's been said before that uh, uh, there's a lot of breathiness on this podcast. Oh, yes. And there uh, is. I, it's me. <laughs> It's, it's, it's certainly me. Is it you? It's me. I think it's me, too. <sighs> it's me. I'm We're like, both kind of breathy. <laughs> yeah, we are. But if anything, you sit just a tiny bit closer to the mic than me, and that might be it. Mm. You could just hear me being breathy. Yeah, that might be it. That might be it. Yeah, I, I, you might be ready to. You, you might, might be ready, ready to do that. Ready to do that. <laughs> do that. Maybe it is what they lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, it's another week. It's uh, episode ten, season two, mm-hmm. session forty-one. In case you can't read the uh, title, that's right. Um, we are rapidly approaching the first year anniversary of the Dude Cast. Yes, we are. Just over a month and a half. Isn't that away. insane? It really is. It's fucking insane, man. <laughs> I kind of can't believe it. We went back. The other night, and we listened to a whole bunch of old sketches and stuff from that we had recorded, and man, it was a treat. It really, yeah, it was. really is funny. Some of the stuff you didn't know existed. Yeah, right. I remember which one, The Walking Dead, which you recorded with, with we recorded this together. It wasn't in an episode? It, it was in an episode. Oh, okay. It was okay. in the middle of an episode, The Walking Dead uh, trailers. Yeah, like The Walking Dead in 60 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Gotta get back to the form. I fucked your ass. I fucked your ass. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. We had a blast, man. Listen to that stuff. Yeah. Those really like, good ones. Well, maybe that, uh, that, like, maybe that's what we'll do for the one year anniversary. We'll do thinking, like a. Thinking about it. Doing like a, a mega sketch compilation. Collection of all the sketches. Yeah. There's a. Incidentally, I'm going to Boston in, in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. So that Tuesday, I don't think I'll be back in town. Like, I'm coming home that Tuesday. Well, I'll be. I have Wednesday off too, so. Oh, okay. I might be back in time to do the podcast, but likely I won't be home until like midnight. Okay. Or like you know, which week is that? Is it the the week of the like the seventh? Oh, okay. uh, We get back on the uh, the tenth. Oh, so that is that is the one year anniversary, right? The ninth is the one year anniversary. No, it was the twenty fourth. I think was our first episode. Oh, okay. That's just when we like April twenty fourth. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, April 24th was our first uh, official no episode because they gave us the first month free. Remember? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so, oh, shoot. Okay, so we're coming up on it faster than I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be in April. So, yeah, that's maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do a sketch compilation. We're trying to incidentally get uh, back to sketches, too. Yeah, right. Because we know everybody really likes those. Yeah, people like um, the sketches. We like doing them. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we listened back to the Roger Sick Bastards. Didn't we listen the to that? The Scrotuman? Yeah. No, no, no. The No, we didn't even listen to it. We just talked about the Gun and Dildo Emporium oh, yeah. opening day. <laughs> Welcome to the Gun oh, Show. Yeah. Featuring, uh, featuring Axel Rose. <laughs> Axel Rose. That sketch right. is so fucking stupid. It is. It is. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. And I realized, and I was telling Christy about it, I was like, what happened was Ben wasn't around to tell me and Chris no. Exactly. That's like, exactly Because what we happened. just kept, kept adding stupid <laughs> shit with no one, no one in the room to be like, you guys... Just, like, focus on one thing. Right. Well, the thing is, the idea for the sketch was it was born of something that I do with my coworkers, 
where it's like, uh, what are we going to do? Succeed. How are we going to do it? Curl Serena, chop her into pieces. You know? <laughs> and like, that, was the, that was the sketch idea. And then it was like, well, no, no, no. What if it's like a Roger Sick Bastard place? And what if they sell guns and dildos? <laughs> sure, right. why not both? Yeah, right. What if oh, Axl Rose is there for some reason? Yeah. That's what happened. We kept adding things on with no there's payoff. like there's like four right. different yeah. sketches in one sketch there <laughs> yeah that just <laughs> didn't make no sense. sense yeah that's really stupid it's really funny i think it's hilarious but yeah. it's just stupid it was funny it didn't make any sense no it didn't have to <laughs> yeah and i promise oh man we gotta we have one the cereal the what oh yes our our ongoing series yeah. that we have not published yes at some point we're gonna have to do that I guess. Oh, yeah that yeah. maybe maybe we could premiere that our first episode of our ongoing series in uh, in our in our sketch episode. Yeah, maybe it's not a bad idea. And yeah. then, we'll, then we'll start it. We'll, we'll give us some time to work on some more. So. <laughs> since it's been like a year since we did anything with it, so yeah, right. Um, well, anyway, uh, uh, yes. Standard commentary aside, gentlemen, yes. we are fucked this week. Yes, um, as you bad. both know. Yes. Um, so uh, it's been an eventful week in fuckhood. <laughs> Um, Has it? And I think that this week uh, we should start with you, Dave. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. I knew you were going to do that. Um, and I knew you were going to do that in particular because I just honestly don't. I just I don't have anything great. I okay. knew it was going to come to me. First. Well, I mean, you never have anything. Great. Never have anything. <laughs> no. I've never said you anything never. great. No, no, <laughs> nobody has. I will. I will Look say. What are we doing here? I will say that uh, I was. I the reason I felt fucked today in particular was like I've been. I, I I talk about this all the time because I'm super deprived all the time and need to bitch about it. Is that I'm trying to lose weight and I'm actually doing pretty good. Yeah, you are. Like I've hit like at this point. Something like I'm estimating, I was down, I, w- I had lost 17 pounds, and then I gained a few back. I might have lost them again. Mm. Somewhere in that ballpark. So today, I went down to our friendly local Eagles club, right? Yeah. I go every Tuesday to hang out with my grandpa, and I'm sitting there telling him and his friends, like, I'm trying to do this. It's, like, been, like, six weeks, you know? And I'm, and, 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 and when I told the dude to the, to the side of me that I had lost 17 pounds... And then he asked me what I weighed in at. And I told him that I weighed in at 329 pounds, which is true. Yeah. And he, and then after telling him that, he went, oh, buddy, you really got to do something. You really got to. Oh, it's what like, an asshole. I was so pissed. I'm like, I just told you that I lost 17 pounds in, in like six weeks. Like, yeah, why? What the fuck? That, that made me so angry. Cunt. It made me so angry because it's like, I get that. I know that's why I'm doing this, but like I just told you I'm doing good. Like, why do you have to have that horrified reaction to me? It just I don't know, it drives me nuts. So I guess that's why I felt fucked today is like I Ugh, I just dick. give me some fucking credit. Give me some credit. I just told you I'm doing something. We don't need someone like okay, we're Dave, you and I especially are are large gentlemen. We're particularly large men. Right. And we're good looking fat guys. <laughs> yeah, I would good, say as good looking as as you can be, I think. Yeah, well like all right, on the fat guy scale, <laughs> yeah, right? On yeah. the scale one to ten for fat people. I would say that both of us together we're like uh We're eight, like an eight. We're like eight an eight. Half. Eight eight and a half out yeah. of ten. Because <laughs> we, we we like we're presentable, we're relatively we washed and employed. You just <laughs> suck it in a little yeah, bit. We yeah. look good. People yeah. still wanna have sex with us, you know what I mean? I don't know who they are, <laughs> but I'm sure right. they do. Right. The, the older gentlemen online. <laughs> 
<laughs> Weirdo perverts right. with the huge PayPal accounts <laughs> think we're great. Yeah, but like when you take us to a normal scale, yeah, you know, dipping off four and a half, five, yeah, right. ballpark. Like, there's a dumpy curve. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. You could trace it. Right. It's a dumpiness curve. But like we we know. Yeah, we're, we're acutely aware of that fact. Yeah, that's that's the thing that really pissed me off. Was just like okay, okay like. A, you're not telling me anything I don't know, and B, I just told, told you. you. Right, I am doing something. As like, a matter of fact, like why not? <laughs> why not cunt? stay with congratulations? Why go from there to whoa? Hey, you really are a fat piece of shit. Yeah. How old was this guy, incidentally? He's in his seventies. Yeah. Tell him to go back to prospecting. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking douchebag. Go back. Ask to him how the Nasdaq's doing. <laughs> That just drove me nuts. It drove me nuts. Like, you know, I'm built it. It's built into my character to withstand a lot of abuse. But that was especially frustrating. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah. You know, the other thing I hate is when when you're like, when you're like, ah, you know, I I had family used to do this to me when I was younger. You'd be like, ah, it's because I'm a fat piece of garbage. And they'd go, you're not fat. It's like, yeah. <laughs> why don't you back off a little bit? Why don't you go take a, lop, a walk around the block there and then come back and tell take, me what you're really Take a flop around the block. Take a flop around the block. You stupid wop. We were talking about this on Sunday, weren't we? Yeah. Because like, that was a thing that, that I think Christy even mentioned. Yeah. And it's super true. It's like It is very the, true. The shittiest yeah. thing you could do. Yeah, Christy's the one who brought it up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know what? I was thinking about it. It's like, yeah, my f- I had family who would be like, you're not fat. And then I had one uncle. He's like my uncle uh, Pete. Who was an old. It was my great uncle, an older guy. He was the only one in my family who was honest with me. He's like, man, you get a little, get a little tummy yeah. there. And I, you know, I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> I, that never bothered me. Yeah, never bothered me because it's like I have it's eyes re- too. Refreshingly honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be a dick, right? You know what I mean? Because the thing is, when people say you're not fat. What they're actually saying is, fat's the worst thing you could be. I don't think that about you. Right. Yeah, right. They're, like, saying something along those lines. Like, you, like, uh, don't feel bad for yourself. It's okay. You're yeah, not, right. yeah, you're not hideous. Yeah, you're not, you're not some like, disgusting, misshapen right. monster. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, I know I'm not hideous, but I'm also fat. That's okay. Yeah, right. It's okay to be a large person. It's yeah. not okay. To have trouble getting up the stairs, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. It's not okay. Fun. It's not fun. Yeah. It's it's not okay to be like terribly unhealthy and hate yourself for being terribly unhealthy. Right. But it's okay to be fat and to identify as a fat person. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Just to be realistic, for Christ. Right. Sake. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. Ah, you, you all know. You know. What I'm if we about. follow that principle, it's like who? If if we follow that principle, at what point do we start going? Okay, no, he's fat. But at what cost? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, ben, why are we fucked this week? Yeah, why are we fucked, Ben? Oh, you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess we're, I guess, uh, I guess we're fucked because it's so gosh darn hard to find a job. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about it, boys. Let's entry, talk about it. Entry level positions are 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 a bit out there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've I've seen, you know, uh, uh, uh fucking. You know, articles that say, you know, like the, well, you know, you don't have to meet all the qualifications. You don't have to, you know, this and that and the other thing. But like, even then, like, it's yeah. still, it's still fairly daunting. Um, I, I will I, tell you, I will tell you this. My buddy Blaine, when he applied to work at Laird, he applied nearly a hundred times before he found a place that said, yes, that place was Laird and it wasn't a good job. So it's, <laughs> it's true that your qualifications shouldn't hold you back. 
from like you know applying to everything but also just know that yeah it's always hard to find part of it's this yeah. area too and part of it's sure. the, the, the job climate uh, i'll tell you what like okay good example my my boss who i love i love my boss is probably the best boss that i've ever had uh but i would i would i'm comfortable saying that i'm friends with my boss yeah. my direct manager yeah um so when when that spot was open uh, I incidentally I, I trained my boss partially. That's fun, uh, mm. right? Like he <laughs> when he came in, I, I I'm the veteran on that team. I've been at my job for five years at this point. Right. Um, five years makes you like an old hand. My brain works a lot or hurts a lot. Whatever. <laughs> little, little Bowie humor for you. Uh, no, but uh, he came on after me. He's about two and a half years at this point. Uh, and here's the thing: I'm acutely aware of the fact that you know he was hungrier for it. Uh, and even if I had applied, he probably would have gotten it because he was the one who like made his presence known more. Mm-hmm. But when I signed up for my application, like it, it's on our, our, an internal server, yeah. right? So they have all my uh, application information, um, and they auto denied me because uh, of because I attached my resume to it. Right. Hold. Which on. is silly. So here's the thing: what? when it reads off of your resume, yeah, and if they don't detect on your resume that you wrote and I it was my fault for not writing it apparently okay one of the things they were looking for with the manager position is that you had scheduling experience and leadership experience yeah and everybody was like I ah, you just you know whether it's true or not you just tell them no so you can get the interview and you know what I mean and like I it auto denied me and there was no way for me to like like once it denied you couldn't reapply for the position which is stupid That's infuriating right well and I, I like I sat down with like every no, ever, more, no more humans and human resources right exactly yeah, right. Right, exactly the, the robots have decided <laughs> he will be cast into the pit. <laughs> To everybody's credit, they tried very hard to fix the problem for me, but I had to sit down with my store manager, and he's like, well, you know, they're lo- what it was is they were looking for someone with managerial experience, someone with experience scheduling, and they didn't read that on your resume. I'm like, well, I have. Whoa. Yeah, don't listen to him. Mark and Doug. I said, well, I have both of those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, from working at Mark's and, like, being yeah. the, the team lead there. You know what I mean? So. Right. Like. And he's like, well, yeah, but, you know, it wasn't on the application, so they just – there's no way to unleash it. You know, they that goes from, from corporate. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's I know. so it's impossibly yeah. inflexible. Right. It, it, does, it seems like it's designed to help nobody. Yeah. Just right. to hurt you. And it is. Well, and like you – I've been, I've been searching. I've been applying. You've been applying. Yeah. Trisha just uh, got a job today, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool, actually. I'm hoping my girlfriend follows suit. Yeah, I'm sorry. We I was going to say, what the hell are you guys air. doing? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm ta- actually <laughs> talking to Trisha right now. both on your phones. Yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> no, but like you've been, Ben, you've been going like crazy, right? I've been I've been trying, man. I like sometimes I like I don't even know what to search for because uh, most of the time because I don't even know what my what my skill set enables me to do. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um. The thing is, it was easier back in the day, I think. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Some of the, well, that's one thing they say about the, the, the world as it is becoming more and more and more specialized. Like yeah. everyone says, mm-hmm. that's the trend. And I can't remember who it was who gave this example, but I thought it was really useful. You take someone who works at like, you know, Hertz or like some rental place and you move them over to, you know, like say U-Haul or something like that. Yeah. They, they're doing an incredibly similar job in every way except that the systems are specific, 
the procedures are specific, the right. paperwork specific. So yeah. even doing the same job in one place to the next isn't the same. That's yeah. how specialized we become. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, it hurts us. <laughs> right. It hurts us. It, it, it makes it very hard to move around. Yeah. But you've found a lot of good postings and stuff, right? You, you've seen, like... I've, I've applied to a shitload of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it all gets saved on, on the sites where I do it, so, um, you know... Nice. Just gonna just gotta follow up, man. You, you doing that LinkedIn shuffle? You doing that zip <laughs> you know, recruiter? Yeah, I, well, that's yeah, that's the thing. I haven't I haven't even done LinkedIn yet. Like I'm I'm I I've just done like Indeed and Monster and ZipRecruiter. Those in and of themselves are like you know pretty popular and all. Like yeah. I know a lot of people use LinkedIn, but not everybody. I mean, and like I, I mean, like I, I every time I go on there, I keep wondering about like the legitimacy of it. Like like you know, is it really? just all this or is it like is it just like kind of a like a craigslist for right you yeah. know job recruiters um i kind of think linkedin sucks really i kind of think it sucks i think it's a great place it to apply yeah. for jobs but like it's set up like a social media site and it's not it's a place for people to share something about their company right. so they can tell their boss they shared it on linkedin exactly like right. to to have fake accomplishment i think I could be being a little too harsh on it. But <laughs> no, you're not. It's for the most part, it's stupid. And the the worst part is it lets people know when you viewed them. Mm. So, like, you know, if I go to pop around going, what the heck was the name of that guy that I used to work with? And I go to his page. Then he knows I've been to his page. It says, this person viewed you. And then yeah. you just feel weird. weird. Yeah. That is strange. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable. <laughs> people are strange when you're strangers. Yeah. yeah, you could say people. People are strange when their name is clearly displayed, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when and all of their uh, history and accomplishments are laid out in exasperating detail. And then suddenly they don't feel quite like a stranger, but they're still. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Point is, you hear that? Damn, that was loud. What the fuck? It's like War of the Worlds shit. It sounds like a, it sounds like a spaceship. Holy fuck! I did the mics had to catch that, right? Yeah, I I, I caught it for sure. Yeah, that was that was huge. Oh my was god! It, what the hell was that? It's it's either a very loud tuner, seventeen year old car, or a yeah. motorcycle. Yeah, which I can't imagine somebody would be riding a motorcycle in thirty degree. <laughs> I weather. don't think so. Someone's got a blown up muffler. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. I wish oh, I had a gun right now. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is the fact that we're muffled in here a little bit more now. So oh, it yeah. dampens it. Yeah, we're noticing a little, <clears throat> a little bit of the extra. Yeah. yeah. Extra kick. <laughs> extra kick. <laughs> Texas plea. <laughs> that was so much that fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so it's, 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 it's hard to know. It's hard to know, too, like, because I, I haven't had to... to you know, even try and do this in a long time. It's it's hard to know what's legit and what's you know right. What's fucky? You know, um, the, the you're gonna find out by trying. I think you'll probably find out by trying. Yeah, I mean, I'll 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 probably feel like a fucking idiot at some point along the way, and yeah. like like go for something. And it's like oh, it's, it's a, like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hold on a minute. Now you're saying if I sign up here, I have to fix Mangosteen. What is Mangosteen? <laughs> oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Cured my butt cancer. <laughs> I have to repair Mango Steen systems yeah. for Joel Osteen. Joel uh, Osteen. Joel Osteen's Here's pristine Mango Steen. You said there. <laughs> there's. Uh, you said you're what? Blaine. Yeah, Blaine. Shoesley. Shoesley. Um, uh, Shoesy woozies. Um, 
he applied like a hundred times, yeah, right? Yeah, like a hundred times. And Laird was the one that got back to him. So and here's a lot the of thing. Didn't. I know, I know I have a lot of friends who had the same thing. Yeah. College, college educated, you know what I mean? Degrees, yeah. uh, applied like over a hundred times and ended up with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know right. what I mean? So right. the thing is like you and I are both going to have to go through this together because I'm trying like hell to get something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the year that the dudes upgrade, right? Damn it! Yeah, yeah. Don't get don't get discouraged. Yeah, you know what I mean. We we want better lives for ourselves. God damn it! Yeah, right. we deserve better lives for ourselves. Yeah. Otherwise, what's all this drinking and sitting around for? <laughs> right. That's, that's goddamn right. We should be able to buy better scotch than black label. We should get blue label or yeah. green, green label or one of those other labels. One of those <laughs> other kinds of Johnny Walker. <laughs> a suspicious bottle found in the street without a label, but which definitely contains some kind of scotch. <laughs> definitely. I drink it. Screw it. Yeah. I'll find out what it is. Scotch and a little bit of hobo backwash. <laughs> yes. Just a little bit. Scotch and piss. Yeah. Nothing like drinking scotch out of the bottle like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> glug, glug, glug. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I, I, I guess mine's going to be a little more serious. Um, All right. How bad is uh, it? It's, it? It's just like, and this is a discussion that we've had on the show before. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's the fact that if I ever have children, I'm going to have to explain to them Things like, uh, all right, today the the that bomber in Austin. Yep, that's uh, still happening. They oh, caught. Fuck. They caught this morning. They caught a fifth one at a FedEx factory. It, was, it went off and injured a FedEx employee. They also found a sixth one, a suspicious package, at a, a separate FedEx facility in Texas. Jesus. There was Christ. also another school shooting today. Yep. In Maryland. Yeah. You yeah. Know I saw that. You know what's telling? Barely a blip on the radar. Yeah. Barely a blip on the radar anymore. Yeah. They said uh, there was a report by MSNBC today that was uh, we're averaging one school shooting a week this year. Cool. Um, so, like, <sighs> it's it, it, we're fucked because. Well, at least Congress is doing something about it, right? <laughs> no, we have to go to the kids to fucking, you know. Right. Uh, we're fucked because if I ever have children, which may or may not happen at some point. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to explain to them days like today. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to reconcile that and I'm going to have to find a way to do it and be optimistic. Um, yeah, it seems, it seems not possible. Right. Because we're, we, we've gone, we've hit this, this pinnacle of, of, you know, American achievement and now it's starting to regress a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, I don't see it's, you know, as much as I'd like to be hopeful about it, I don't see it slowing down, yeah. um, at, at any point. And I think things are going to get worse before they get better. It seems like um, it. And I think, you know, sooner rather than later, if I was ever going to have kids, I, you know, it, it, it's coming at yeah. some point. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what balls. I'm talking about? Woo! Woo, balls! Um, but, like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to reconcile that. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to sit down. If I ever have a kid, I'm going to have to, ex- when they ask me the question, I'm going to have to be honest with them and explain it to them. Yeah. How? Um, what, how, how? How do you do that? I don't think there's a way to explain it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how my parents did it. Yeah. You know, I don't know how, I don't know how dad ever, you know, I think, I think the, the general rule is just be honest. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how to do that. Christ. I remember when Columbine happened and yeah. it felt like it had like never happened and it, never would again. Yeah. Right. I remember that pointedly. Yeah. It was like. Oh my God! The unthinkable has oh, happened. We got to be afraid of our kids now. Yeah, it's fucking routine now. It's fucking routine. Mm. Like that's yeah. that's insane. 
I don't know, man. It's I, I just like I'm sorry to like bring the mood down a little bit, but no, it's okay. I got something to bring it back up. Uh, can your ball switch places inside your? Scrotum? No, we've been through this. They can't. <laughs> I, think they, I think they might. They can't. I'm not sure. They, they certainly can't. That diagram they do of your ball sack with the balls are sitting next to each other. They don't really make it clear if there's like there's, space between listen, dude, or what. The gooch line. Yeah. There's a little skin wall there. It just goes right up the ball. Right sack. up the balls. There's Separates a little, them out. You neatly. can't switch sides of the pouch. Really? Mm. You can't do it. I, I've. I've I feel like tried. You could. Now, bear in mind, when I'm saying this, I have no scientific backing for this. I'm just talking from personal experience. This is you really can't a, switch. It's a question for the ball. listeners. If you're listening, please let us know. I would Can imagine we? that most of you, with the exception of Aubrey and Christy and sometimes my girlfriend, have balls. Yeah. So no, no, Christy maintains. She says no. They can't you cannot. I, I maintain that too. Yeah, I'm going to take her. Side I'm not here. so sure here. Oh. I just I need the evidence. You know. I'm telling you. I, try it. I need a good you ball. Can't. I need to Dude. spend some time. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I would not have brought this up except that you, you need to bring the mood. Up. No, you can't. Well, like yeah. incidentally, you can't switch sides of your pulse. I don't know. I'm just still. You know. I don't know. No, because no from from a from a standpoint of evolution that doesn't make sense. Right, D- really, it doesn't make sense. Your 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 fight or flight response. Uh, one of your one of the things that your body automatically does is it retracts your yeah, balls into them your balls body. Up. Yes, if they're fucking like tangled or whatever, uh, that it fucks with that. Balls. Um, <laughs> tangled balls. balls. Tangled balls also. All, right. I, I would imagine also lead to like. Uh, severe pain. They would probably. Yeah. They would probably. Oh, right. They would probably lead to some some uh, some problems with you know getting your you know getting your 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 sperm out. You yeah. Know? But we get all kinds of dumb stuff like that in our body. Yeah. You know. Sure. Incidentally, but- one of the other things that happens. With balls retracting, is okay. when you come, your balls retract in. Well, they right. like so push, you get push it out, which know. is why cock rings are a thing. Because <laughs> if you put them around your balls as well, it stops your balls from retracting into your body. I, I think we could do a sure. whole episode on balls, but, but like that's, <laughs> but like, but like tangled balls would you know be lead to not being able to reproduce. So that's something that evolution would have selected against. Yeah, yeah that's true. So, so I, th- I think that oh, the most logical. I think like, yeah. I, I think that current humans, current primates, current mammals, really, yeah. uh, all have all have uh, testicular systems that that preclude the possibility of getting tangled. Dude, he's so much smarter than we are. I don't know. He just, no, but he thinking, just made perfect sense. That does make sense. But then again, it's considering that evolution, you know, does select against things that are not reproduction level. I mean, there's there's a lot of really disgusting men in the world, and and are who are totally unfuckable. They keep existing. Uh, there's all, well, there's also <laughs> it's because natural selection hasn't hit him yet. Well, it, well, right. don't worry. Well, no, it's because it's He'll because uh, civilization and modern society and and technological and medical advances uh, have have made natural selection irrelevant. Yeah. If if we want to keep a 600 pound dude on life support and keep that dude alive, we are going to keep that dude alive. Oh, why would you? Uh, it, you know, nature doesn't play a part in that anymore. Right. So like. Yeah, you're the, right. The other, the other, the other thing you're you're forgetting is is that the fact that since the balls are tracked into the body, there are muscles attached to them, right? And and so that would that would keep them tethered and that's in, a good in, on point. one side or the other. That's a good point. Fun fact: <laughs> one testicle hangs slightly lower than the other, yeah. so that they don't knock into one another. Right. Oh, really? That's, so they keep that's them from 
that's playing it around. That's nature. That uh, another fun smart. fact: one woman's breast is always naturally larger than another woman's breast for reasons that then I don't another know. Another woman's breast? Yeah, no. Then no, wait, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> one woman's breast is larger than another woman's no, breast. No. One woman. But sometimes it can also be smaller. <laughs> And sometimes they're exactly the same, same size. size. No, one, one, one. Um, How do you get these two women in the same right, room well, to do this? Stay here, stay here with me. I don't know, but if you figure that out, let me know. Let, can't give me a call. <laughs> no, you got you got one woman, right? Yeah, she's topless in this room. I'm, I'm no longer paying attention to the words coming out. <laughs> Let's of also me. say that. Uh, she's crying for some reason. No, no, let's no, not. No, let's not. Let's not. No, but let's say she's like dancing to uh, to uh, Heart of Glass. Yeah, Blondie. she's yeah. doing a little swivel. When I love, yeah, when it was a guess. Right, yeah, right. Uh, again, so, topless, topless. Right. You know, <laughs> whatever. Fuck it. It's our show. Shut up. Um, <laughs> one one of those breasts, <laughs> one of them is is larger than the other one, for. Reasons. <laughs> I really thought you were going to give no, us there the was, reason. There was nothing there. Oh, you, wow. I, I, I fucked up what I was saying because <laughs> okay. I'm an idiot. And then I just... The, the, I think that has to do with just natural symmetry. Like, nothing no. is totally symmetric no. in the body. No. You, you've got... You, you, you appear basically symmetrical, but you're not really. I, I And I got to tell you, it, it doesn't matter. I don't favor one boob over the other. <laughs> no. I love them both equally. Yeah. <laughs> Got to give them equal attention. This random stranger <laughs> that we're discussing. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, right. You know, not that I would just, just breasts in general. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's better wow. than talking about shit, right? That's yeah, right. right. That's we right. can talk about boobs all the time too. Yeah, that's a topic for an episode. Instead, we're just talking about the 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 globular things that hang off of our bodies, depending on gender. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anywho. And it's Skinnerburgers. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, we'll be back, I guess. Yeah, I think it's a good for place a to. watering luncheon. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the it's steam, from the steamed clams we're having. <laughs> <laughs> from the steamed hams. Steamed hams. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Shit what? posting in real what? life. Right. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> We're everybody that got yelled at on 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be back uh, in a little bit with um, uh, the, I guess, the joke of the week. I have to do oh, that's right. Oh, God, I need to think of a joke. You don't have a joke? <laughs> no, I have a joke. Okay. Uh, uh, we'll be back with the joke of the week and uh, the main topic of the episode. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, guys, you've been uh, listening to and enjoying the Three Dude cast. We hope you've been enjoying it anyway, but if you have, hit mash that like button. Yeah, smash that fucking like button. <laughs> it looks like a heart on SoundCloud, I think. I yeah, think something so. like that. And if you really want to hear more of our stuff, you can subscribe to us. Yeah, or rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. And we're everywhere. And SoundCloud, just, everywhere. We're yeah. always with you. Uh, always. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Uh, uh, I uh, hope you enjoyed that first part. That whatever it might be. Oh God, I'm getting like the poops right now. You're getting the poops. I'm getting the poops, man. That's it's, it's your body telling you you gotta expel all that shit. Yeah. Before we go to eat, <laughs> you gotta gut yeah, that right. meat. You gotta expel that shit. You gotta gut, you gotta that, gut, that, gotta meat. gut that meat. Honestly, I, I want El Cowboy so bad. Yeah, dude. But like Me I fucked too. up last week on my diet, and that was how I fucked up last week. So like I don't know what I'm gonna do. You should make it a continuing trend of fucking up with El Cowboy, uh, fuck, there you go, which man. is Spanish for the, the cowboy. cowboy. <laughs> 
Welcome to El yeah. Cowboy, or as you say in English, the cowboy. <laughs> the cowboy. <laughs> the cowboy. I got I'm real farty all of a sudden. Yeah. What, the, what the fuck is happening to know. the lower half of you? I don't know, man. I had I had the same problem yesterday. I had some sandwich factory. Oh. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Bad. Anyway, <laughs> sorry about your anus. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> oh, let's uh, let's go on. Uh, joke of the week this week. Woo! Yeah. Um, so, uh, the joke this week starts at a Catholic school. Okay. And Sister Mary <laughs> and Sister Joanne are standing outside, and it's the end of the day. They they've done the the final prayer, and the buses are are, are coming in, and all the little kids are leaving. They're eager to go home. Yep. And uh, Sister Mary turns to Sister Joanne and, and says, oh, boy, you know, uh, it sure is busy out here. I hope I hope that there's there's no accidents, you know, or anything. Which <laughs> is like very direct. <laughs> Which is a very <laughs> ominous <laughs> and portending thing right. for her to say. I wonder what will happen next in the joke. <laughs> <laughs> she and she said as her eye her pupils turned to slits. <laughs> so great setup. I just like as it. just as Sister Mary says that, uh, little Timmy walks out, mm. and little Timmy says, "Hi, Sister Mary, how are you?" And she says, "Well, I'm good. I'm good, little Timmy. How are you?" And he says, "Oh, I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm just heading home. I gotta, I gotta go to my friend Johnny's house tonight." So I have to get ready. And she's like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. What are you going to do? And he said, oh, we're going to study the Bible. And she says, oh, that's fucking awesome. I'm a nun. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like really into that shit, that's man. fucking awesome, man. <laughs> Rock on, little Timmy. Rock Shit's on. Shit's tight, fam. Yeah. So, Jesus and shit, yeah. So little Timmy waves to his mom across the street, and he starts walking down. And he's going to the street, and Sister Mary, you know, turns over and says, Wow, you know what a great what a great little boy he is. He's always so nice in class. And just as she says that, wham, bam, just <laughs> Thank you, the man. sound of of squealing brakes and and grinding metal <laughs> as little Timmy is hit full force by an oncoming school bus, <laughs> which grinds to a halt over top of him, uh, and then has to back up. Oh my god! As the scene gathers around, little Timmy has his skull. Half hanging out on the concrete as the bus the bus forced him down so hard. His mom runs out of the car screaming this blood curdling shriek in Jay Hawkins. <laughs> this blood curdling shriek and a circle forms around. And Sister Mary runs to the side of little Timmy and cradles his 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 weakened head in her hand, getting getting her habit soaked in blood. And she turns around and, and looks at the other nuns and says, is there a medic anywhere? Anybody? Do we know where we can find a medic? And and everybody kind of looks around as if to to demonstrate that no, there's there's no help. And she looks down at little Timmy, who is staring up at her with bated breath and wheezing and sputtering up blood. And she says, "Quick, quickly, go get the priest," because she realizes that this is little Timmy's. <laughs> Last moments on this earth. So she screams, Go get the freak, go get the priest, go get Father O'Malley. Go get the priest. And little Timmy grabs her by the by the habit and pulls her closer and says, How can you think about sex at a time like this? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my god. 
That's even darker than I thought. He just set up a scenario in which a kid fucking dies, yeah. and it got darker. <laughs> That's an old joke. I don't remember where I heard that for the first time. That's fucking evil, man. <laughs> All right. So, Jesus Christ. I don't know how this topic is going to go. I got to be honest with you. I didn't know how I was going to bring this up to you because this is the stupidest topic we've ever no, done. No, you were excited about this. Don't no, do this. You I'm not, dude. I'm it. not fucking excited about it. All right, cool. This is weird. All right. I, I've been, all right. I've been real farty lately, right? So <laughs> this topic is, the, this is so stupid. I'm so fucking sorry, guys. The topic this week is the worst bowel movements you've ever had. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. I no, it's, I, dude, it's not. It's not. That's okay. Let's let's talk about some poops. All right, Dave. What's what's, what's the most painful bowel movement? That, you've ever oh, had? They're like all the time. They're terrible. Well, I mean, like, like specifically. I don't know, actually, dude. I'm <laughs> Chris. No, no, no get. He, he's got to. He's I, fucking I, with us, right? I just like ruined this whole episode. He's fucking. He's <laughs> fucking with us right now. There's no way this is his actual reaction to his own idea. I'm calling Bolt. He's going upstairs. <laughs> no. No, he's not. This is a ruse, clearly. Th this is definitely a ruse. This is decidedly a ruse. <laughs> the topic is bowel movements. You want to talk about something while we wait for him to I'm, come back and decide I'm that the joke is over? I'm talking about it. I mean, he did say he had to shit earlier. <laughs> that might be... Uh... <laughs> Was that a setup or like... I, You know, I... Oh, it might have been. I don't know. But no, I mean, he's got a good one. I know he has a good topic. He said he had a good topic. <laughs> I, You know what I bet it is? I, I bet it's pranks. It isn't pranks. Oh, wait. We, we did pranks already. We did do pranks once. <laughs> there he is. Hello, <laughs> Mr. You totally got me. Now what? <laughs> the topic this week <laughs> is, is, awkward, really is awkward moments. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. debating on whether or not I wanted to do that weird sound. Bravo. The, the topic this week is awkward moments. <laughs> awkward moments. <laughs> Can I, some of them be while pooping? They could, if you wanted to. Yeah, sure. I just thought about what is the weirdest topic I could present to the table and, and like storm off upset that I can't be anybody. I mean, I mean, you know what though? I I don't see any reason why we couldn't talk about bowel movements and make a two-hour show. We could, we totally could. We yeah, could. knowing this show, we, we yeah. absolutely could. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought about this topic way early in the week, and I thought about the setup before I thought like. <laughs> Really about what I was even going to talk about, but I figured this was a good one for the table. Oh um, man, yes. So as a demonstration, I mean, we're awkward people. We are very awkward people. So <laughs> you know, um, and I think yeah, I, I know I'm pretty socially awkward, or I was. Yeah, I think when we, I was younger, we've all gotten better as we've sure. Gotten older. Yeah, you do because you yeah. stop giving a shit. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, this week I wanted to talk about uh, awkward moments. So if you have, I leave it open to the table, gentlemen. Whoever wants to lead, give us give us an awkward moment that you can recall from memory. Oh boy, this the, the problem is there's just so many of them. I know <laughs> exactly right. Literally, I'm like you know that you know that comic that circles the internet every now and then of the person laying in bed going, "Time to do a nice sleep." Yeah, and then they open their eyes and go. But what about that awkward thing that happened, happened in fourth grade? <laughs> right? It's like that's that's me. Like I can't. I, I lose sleep over some of the shit I wish I could unsay. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Some of it I, I can't even talk about here. Yeah. It's just like the stuff. It just makes you <laughs> it's sick. Cringy. To, yeah. It makes so, you sick to think about. Yeah. I want. I want the most cringe-inducing awkward moments you can think of. Mm. Ooh, okay. I got. 
Oh, I kind of got one. Oh, this is so. Awkward. It's gonna be horrible. This is Listen, like I'm mortified. This right is gonna now. be a. This is like we had like an embarrassing. Yeah. Did we do embarrassment? At we, some? we did something like it. We talked some embarrassing shit. I think it might have been like embarrassing drunk moments. Mm, possibly that's what it was. Um, um, well, they could be drunk or otherwise. This is just you at any age being socially awkward. Here's one. Here's one. Okay, how long have you gentlemen had your Gmail addresses? Um. A few, uh, my current one for a few years now. Okay. When I met you, because I was a Yahoo person, and then uh, I met right. you in college, and I had a Gmail. My, I remember that. My Gmail, uh, uh, my Gmail account is as is as old as my nickname. Okay. So. So you guys like I, I've had mine since like 2004, approximately, like re- pretty early on. Yeah. Um, this one makes me. This one makes me cringe, even though it's not that bad, and I've got more. But <laughs> these are things I discover when I go through my email, because because it's old enough that it tracks back to when I was way less, and I'm not smooth now, but even less <laughs> smooth. Uh, so I, I discovered an email conversation a while back, and I still think about it. You guys, d- did you know Mike Detweiler? I don't know if you. Knew. I know the name. Okay, so he went to Fitch. He was a cool dude, um, and he was. Um, he was on the speech team with me, and and uh, he was involved with the uh, Talon stuff for the, the the paper and all that. So he was he was a guy that I was like relatively close to. And in Gmail, he was always in as Mike D because that's just how he showed up. Like from the Beastie Boys. <laughs> right. Well, like the, well, the thing is, you guys also know I got another buddy, Mike D. Yeah. And at this point that I had this email exchange, I didn't know who was who. <laughs> so uh, I got a message from. Uh, uh, Mike Dowler, and he was saying something about uh, you know what's what's new with you or whatever, and I was like, oh hey dude, I, I can't remember exactly the nature of the conversation, but it got to where, um, oh god, now I got to figure out exactly the right way to tell it. Uh, I told him, so the the Mike D, the other Mike D is Mike Donzella, mm-hmm. and uh. Uh, and uh, I said something to him in the exchange of being like that Mike Donzella is a real cool fella, but I was talking <laughs> to Mike Detweiler. And then, and then he was like, not as cool as that Mike Detweiler, though. <laughs> but here's the thing is it got worse because I didn't I still didn't realize my, my mistake. And I was like, nah, nah, man. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what you would say to your buddy if he just said that. I, it's not that I didn't think Mike Detweiler was cool. I thought he was plenty cool. I just thought my buddy Mike Donzella was downplaying <laughs> himself. So I was like, nah, man. And then I just realized I realized. Oh, shit. Way too late. I just told a guy he's not as cool as my other friend. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not what I felt or meant. And then had to pick that back up and be like, oh, shit, that sounds really bad. (laughs) You know, you know, I think you're really cool, right? But not as cool as the other one. (laughs) It was so painful. (laughs) Because I'm like already a guy that like wants to jump off a bridge. Yeah, I know, right? And like stuff like that just sends me. You send me. Honest, I'm sorry. That's, That's oh God, I'm so fucking sorry. Um, all right, I got one. That was a painful. The first time I asked out a girl, I had the balls in high school to ask Ooh. out a girl. Here we go. Um, it was it's a girl I wasn't even super that into. It was just like I thought. It was the first moment in my life where I thought to myself, uh, you know, I'm done being shamefully unconfident. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just gonna go for it. Once. I'm just gonna go for it, and I went for yeah. it. 
and I, I asked her, you know, and there's someone I was friends with, like, you know, not like super close with, but I asked her, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, hey, do you want to go out with me sometime? Like, I just, I went balls to the wall. I was like, hey, you know, I just went out and she went, oh, no. No. Yeah, she's just really like, oh no, 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 no. Thank you though. She said, thank you though. Oh my god. And I was like, oh. And like, I thought to myself when it would happen. I'm like, oh. Like, I in retrospect, I handled it really well. Sure. I was like, oh wow, that hurt a little, and that sucks. But okay, you know what I mean? Like, all right, goodbye. Right. Which is the way you handle that situation, incidentally. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, and I remember, like, I went home. I felt really weird. But it was like, and then incidentally, she never like talked to me ever again after that. <laughs> and like, she told like a bunch of our other friends, like, yeah, yeah he has me out. Oh. And they're like, did you ask her out? And I went, yeah, yeah, I totally did. And they're like, oh, don't. <laughs> I had a bunch of like other mutual friends who were like, no, you can do better than that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I like, I went home and like, I cringed myself. Yeah. But I remember thinking, like, well, all right, well, at least I, you know, made the effort, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's like, that's a situation that happens to everybody. It is a universal awkwardness. Yeah. Of at least once in your life, I guess unless you're like you know, born ridiculously attractive, or people can't help themselves, yeah, right? Yeah, then like those people don't know. But for the rest of us, of of moderate to to even even higher level attractiveness, that's an experience everyone has. Yeah, right. Being told no, not interested, not interested. Yeah, but it just sucks. It hurt. Yeah, yeah. it hurt a yeah. little bit. But it was like even then, I was like, don't feel bad because yeah, you know, it's all it's also possible to suck at rejecting someone. Yeah, which right. is, totally is. That's what I'm saying. Which I, is an important distinction. Yeah, there are some people who I think just let people down so gently and just yeah. glide away as if nothing happened. <laughs> um, I've I've never been in that situation. I've never been graceful about saying no to somebody. Yeah. No, it, it just it like it was just enough of like it, it was it like literally how I said it to you guys is exactly how it happened. It was like oh. oh no, <laughs> like, ah, no, I'm not interested in you in the least. That sucks. Yeah. Like, oh, that's painful. That hurt. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I like at that time I was like just 17. Yep. Like, like late 16, early 17. Yeah. And it just so didn't. you were you were on the you were on the borderline. You would say. Yeah. Like you were on the uh, you were on you were on the uh, the 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 cutoff point. Yeah, you could say that. Of, like of seventeen, I was. One would say that I was on the plateau of seventeen. <laughs> you were right on the precipice uh, of seventeen. Yeah, the precipice, <laughs> right on the. Yeah, you were right, right up to the technical boundary. It was like back then the days went by like a flame in the wind. <laughs> in the web that was my own, I began again. That's nice. And right, yeah, it's almost like poetry, like somebody else wrote it. That's <laughs> kind of gay. I, w- yeah, <laughs> I, I was no more than a baby then. <laughs> oh man, all alone on the, the crevice of the crevice. The, <laughs> the please, w- please, crevice. <laughs> the ripe old age of. 17. <laughs> I'll give you another awkward one. This one has never stopped bothering me. This mm. is from middle school. It was like when I started getting fat and not able to do anything, right? And it was like one of these days we were doing like some team game. It was indoors. Something like a dodgeball kind of thing, but not quite because I was, I was freaking exhausted. 
Yeah. And I remembered, like, Wait, did you say freaking? I was freaking exhausted. <laughs> you, just, you just reverted back to middle school for that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was freaking. Yeah, right. I was freaking exhausted. I never say freaking, do I? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was freaking exhausted. I was. I was pretty flippant exhausted. <laughs> um, so this is like I, this is also a time where I preferred to be the fuck alone, right? I preferred to right. be alone a lot during this time, yeah. and I'm really tired. I'm like sweating, exhausted. I'm red in the face. I'm way too fat for this, and I go off. Just to go lay down. Like, I'm basically hiding from the gym teacher. Like, maybe he won't see me. And I, there's these big, giant rolls of, like, foam material that they keep at the back of the stage at Frank Hole. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? So I go, and I just lay down behind one of those and try to catch my breath. <laughs> so I'm hiding back there. Yeah, I'm hiding. There's one kid who knows he saw me go over there. So he goes and walks over and looks over at me, and I'm just laying in there. Red in the face, panting furiously with my hands folded. He told everyone I was jacking off back there. Oh. <laughs> and then. What a but, dick. But here's the worst part is that when you walk out of there all sweaty and red, you just confirmed to them you were just jacking off yeah. back there. Yeah. So that's sat with me forever. Oh. I'll God. never forget how awkward that was. And it's like I got a room full of people that were just told and now can confirm with their eyes. Uh, Clearly he was jacking off back then. Yeah. Uh, you, you were doing a serious <laughs> jack off session if you were like <laughs> red and sweaty. <laughs> how long does it take you to jack off? How hard do you have to work? That's the thing is it doesn't matter. You just look exhausted and yeah. it, it just it doesn't matter. That's a, that's a solid 30 minutes of jacking. <laughs> it's a pretty rigorous jack off sesh. <laughs> that's like your fault though. That kid's a dick. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. that kid. What but was it was his, it was. was his name? Let's talk. He, he was one of. The, oh God, I shouldn't do this, but he was he was one of the. Uh, no, he was a popular kid, right? He was a popular kid. Yeah, naturally. That's usually how that. As goes. were all of my tormentors. God. Yeah, it was so much easier for me when I got to high school because I like. I don't know if it was the same for you and Fitch, Dave, but like at the time there were like the normal, like everyday preppy popular kid kind of people. And yeah. then there were the stoners. And at my time at Fitch, the stoners and the the preppy kids were like the popular kids. Yeah. So like it wasn't like the seventies where the stoners were douchebags and you know you know the yeah. popular kids would fight with them. Yeah, right. Like our groups mingled and we were yeah, because the popular kids also liked to get high. Exactly. Right. They just weren't as good at it as we were. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, I had when I when I got no, I was like real disaffected and like you know standard punk ass. I was trying to be a punk ass and when I was fourteen yeah. and. In high school and I had all those stoner friends who just adopted me like and adopted all the weirdos and yeah. like made us feel safe that's sweet yeah it really is that's why like we were talking about it on Sunday you know I I, I had I'm very fortunate because I had an easy time in high school it was still the worst time of my life <laughs> it's the worst time in everybody's <laughs> right life, anybody yeah. who says that those are the years that you look forward to is wrong it's a horrible time yeah, or they just had it that fucking good. Right, right. But I like I had a whole I had Sorry, a, that freaking good. Freaking good. <laughs> but no, I, I had stoner friends who like kept me I had friends who I could comfortably say would take a bat to somebody's head. Yeah. If they hurt me. Yeah. You know, and, and they just did. incidentally also happened to be the bad kids. Right. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> I, I was fortunate that I had like a safe 
blanket in high school that kind of protected me, and right. it was yeah. still shitty and awkward and weird. I'll tell you what saved me in high school was I was the I was in the senior year. I was the editor of the paper, which meant I get to spend my lunch in the editing room yeah. of the newspaper. Sure, that saved me. High school just is like getting away. It's just like jail. You have to like find <laughs> your, your your click. Sure. Is, well, there's there's yard time and there's lockdown time and there's yeah. like supervised, you know, only specifically approved. Times to do this, that, and the other thing. Right. It is it's jail. It's fucking jail for right. children. It's kid jail. Right. Uh, what gosh. about you, Ben? Yeah, you got the most know. awkward you could remember being. Um. Well, oh God. Well, I mean, I mean, there's there's plenty, but I I think I think probably most awful recent thing. Yeah. Um. As as a grown ass adult, um, was was when I I um. Uh, so I was, I, this is when I was still volunteering on on radio before I actually got the uh, the position I have now. Yeah, and um, we had a we had a woman come in who who like she come you know she would come like once a week, and uh, uh, so she comes and and um, you know she's she's like walking a bit slow. She's not really like like looking at me or or anyone, and and you know so I I just uh, you know. I just assume she, you know, she has some kind of, you know, disability or special needs or whatever. And so I, you know, I say, you know, hey, I'm Ben, you know, she's, you know, she's, she's sharp, you know, she, you know, uh, you know, is able to converse and everything. And, and, uh, and, uh, this going? so I, so I said, uh, you know, so at the time, like we've got a lot of clients that, that can like do the radio on their own. Like they don't need anyone to like, you know, put the songs in for them or, you know, work the controls or anything. So I, so I said, um, so I said, do you, uh, are, um, you know, are, are uh, so uh, do do you? How does this work? Do you handle the controls, or, or is there anything I can do? And she and she says, um, "Oh, I'm I'm blind." Oh, so you got <laughs> so you got to. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, fuck. So yeah, if you, if you wouldn't mind taking the controls, I'd appreciate. It. <laughs> You know, you that's not on you, but it's super uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it really is. The <laughs> only way to get over that is to address it head on. And yeah, just, right. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, no. I, I, of course, of course, I said, "Oh, whoops, my bad." <laughs> I'm blind, so no, I won't. I mean, no, I won't. And I mean, you know, uh, uh, it was it was a bit more comfortable because she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's the thing. Can I say this and, and tell me if this is like this makes me an asshole? But like, I feel like if I had a, like a disability like that, that would be the one only good thing about it would be making <laughs> other people a little uncomfortable yeah, all, from time sure. to time. Because you say something like that, and they go, ah, fuck, fuck it. Yeah. So one of uh, one of the guys I work with, uh, they were he fought in Desert Storm, and he has a buddy from Desert Storm mm-hmm. who lost his leg on a on a mine. Yeah. And uh, he likes. To, he said he likes to do this thing where he like he'll go he'll go into some place and buy something and it'll go like they'll get, tell him what the price is and it'll go thirty six fifty. You mean to tell me you want to charge me an arm and then he'll unbuckle his prosthetic and go and a leg, <laughs> which is how you do that. That's fucking great. I think oh, about man. like uh, our friend Jeff, who I have to talk to. I, I miss Jeff. Yeah, I was uh, just talking about Jeff him Johnson as in cock. Yeah, Johnson as, as in cock. <laughs> A Z I N C O K. He used to say that Jeff Johnson as, as in cock, cock, right? Or Jeff Johnson as in cock. You're right. Um, <laughs> uh, he had some very rare form of cancer. Yeah. Like like and, and a very rare aggressive form of cancer. Yeah. In his foot. Yeah. Uh, of all places. 
Uh, and Jeff, incidentally, looks like uh, a redhead George R. R. Martin. Yeah, sort he's, of. Yeah. He's, he's, he's this, you know, redhead. He looks very Nordic. Big beard. Big guy with big beard glasses. Coke, Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. You know what I mean? God, um, he's, he's, he's fantastic. There's nobody that looks like him. He has so much character. And he, right, and a great writer. Great, yeah. great writer and, and a good I I remember him. You remember? Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of the best guys uh, I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. Yeah. And uh, he, he had this really rare form of cancer in his foot yeah um and and like basically when he went you know because he disappeared off the face of the earth for a while i remember in school yeah and he the doctor when he went to go get like checked out for it he had the cat scan and he went through the you know all that shit sure and they told him what it was and what had happened and you know he he was basically given two choices uh, on how to deal with it it was either go through this radical experimental treatment um that could have 100% success and and save his leg. Right. But had a 30 he said it was like 30% chance that it would actually work. Yeah. And if it didn't, he would almost certainly be dead. Jeez. Like it was going to kill him. Um Yeah, take, take my take take my or foot then. Option 2, we could cut it off yeah. and that has a was like a high nineties percent chance of like we've if we've caught it early enough has yeah. a high nineties percent chance of stopping the infection, kind of like grayscale or zombieism. Yeah, right. You know exactly. I mean? It's right. one of these things like you just have to you get, hit the infected limb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get and, it out of there. Right. And he said, you know, provided that we caught it early enough and it hasn't gone anywhere else, it will, you know, stop you from getting cancer anywhere else. Yeah. And you have a significantly better chance. And he, there, and the doctor pretty much told him like, we need to know like now. You yeah, know what I mean? He, right. he said, "I'll give you, I'll give you twenty four hours to make the decision, and then we will schedule you and get you set this week." Yeah, like he didn't. You know, it was this quick thing. So he said he went home, and it wasn't. It was. It was not even a discussion. Right. That he went home with his with his parents, and they sat they sat down and they drank a lot of wine. And cried, and then he went in. He said, "I I got it out of my system. I cried. I got really drunk on red wine with my parents, and then I went in the next day and I said, all right, cut it off.' Yeah, I think he did. I think he did the right thing. He I don't. Right I don't want. I don't want to fucking gamble with that any more no, than he did. He did the right thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I know I bring that up because I know that that was one of the things people would like look at him. Yeah. So you know, it's amazing. And then when you're like, you don't understand until you're around somebody like that. Yeah. Um, I think they talked about it on the Grand Tour when. Um, uh, when Hammond got hurt, he broke his leg. There's yeah. an episode of the Grand Tour where they ha- raced Clarkson, who was driving a car. Yeah, and they got to ride on a plane, but Hammond's handicapped. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, At the yeah, time, yeah. He had a busted leg. So, and I remember I heard May interviewed somewhere that was like, "You don't understand. You think you just dismiss that as like, well, we're doing enough to take care of people who are handicapped until yeah. you're traveling with somebody like that. Yeah, and you, it, how you see how hard it is and how different everything is. Right. Yeah. And and like it was the same way, but like emotionally <laughs> when, when we would. Have hang out with Jeff because Jeff would, you know, Jeff hadn't one, you know, for a while before the prosthetic was fitted, he was hobbling around on crutches with one leg. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? And the looks that you get, you know, and Jeff was, Jeff is my friend. So yeah. like, I'm not going to not hang out with him. Right. <laughs> Do you yeah, know what sure, I mean? Yeah. So I don't want to like shun him because, you know, he had something, a cancer that, you know, but the looks that he would get everywhere when he would like hobble into his classes and like. Did people stare? People, people really stare. Oh, yeah. We, I, I remember, and he told me, like, 
There was a one day you and me and him went to Panera, and it was before his prosthetic was fitted. Mm-hmm. And he hobbled in, and I watched everybody like watch him the whole way back, coming to the sit at the table. And I got up to meet him, and I gave him a hug, and you know, sat down. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, how can you fucking stand it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, right. Isn't it like that would just drive me nuts? You know. And he's like, you know what the worst thing is, is the fucking like the way everybody talks to you. Like, is there anything I can do for you? <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, <laughs> And that's, I'm like, that's actually much worse. It feels so like, like. and I, like I, you know, I Tommy was my best friend growing up. My friend you know, Tom. So like, yeah, you know, I'm not used to that. I, like, I'm gonna poke fun at you. <laughs> like, right, is he, yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm gonna. I called him the six million peso man for a long time. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, I'm gonna like. I bet he loved no, it. No, right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna poke fun at you. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm. You know, it's like I feel. I feel as bad for you as I would feel if you stubbed your toe. Yeah, because I'm a firm believer. This maybe this is just me, and maybe it's insensitive, but I'm a firm believer that you make your own way. Yeah. And there's a certain line of like crippling injuries mm-hmm. that like you can't emotionally recover from. And he wasn't at that line yet. It was like you know, yeah. it, and he he knew that, and I knew that, and it was like, you the, know, the thing is when when you ref, when you don't when you when you don't do that annoying thing of like trying to be super careful and tiptoe around somebody. When you do that, you allow them to feel they, – they feel as though things are normal. They don't feel right. like they are, you know, uh, something to be stared at or to be right. coddled or to be taken care of. Right. And that's a really shitty thing to do not. to somebody. I think to myself, like, if I, if I was paralyzed tomorrow, yeah. if, I, if I was a paraplegic tomorrow and I couldn't walk anymore – yeah. Um, I don't want anybody to treat me any differently. I, I guarantee I you I would be asking you if you could hand me stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, Chris, would you hand me that beer? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't want to be coddled because you don't need to be coddled. And I yeah. think he had this desperate need for people to fuck off yeah. and, like, not not do that to him. Yeah. Um, and I know his family didn't do that to him. And I know I didn't, but I know a lot of people that he was, you know what I mean? It's It sucks because people want to be helpful. Sure. There's that's, being that's helpful, and then do. there's being a prat. Yeah. And it's like, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, right. <clears throat> but people are mostly, I think, trying to be helpful, but they're also betraying their own kind of awkwardness sure. and, and, and lack of awareness of what to do. Yeah. And, and, I mean, like, and that was, I mean, I remember everywhere, and it was hard because he would, like, I remember when I'd go to pick him up, you know, because he couldn't, he couldn't drive after that without and he he's since got a vehicle that's like a sp- specific vehicle for that okay um where he can control with his hands right and there's like 9 million tyler who was on our show a couple weeks ago can mm-hmm. test can testify to that you know yeah. it is unnecessarily hard for him to go get his driver's license yeah it is unnecessarily hard for him to have to go get his driver's license he's got go, he described it as, as basically impossible he's got to jump through hoops so he can like like live a, a normal life and he's yeah. perfectly right. capable of doing that right. and it was the same thing with jeff he had to jump through hoops so he could get his van with you know hand controls for you know uh, brake and meanwhile it is ridiculously easy to be 22 years old popped full of liquor and drive right through somebody. Exactly. Right. Like, you know, yeah. your, your disability is not an indicator of you know, your ability to be a safe and effective driver. It just means, you know, you need maybe some augmentation to the yeah. way that you do that, but it shouldn't be impossible Doesn't when it's so easy to fuck up if, you know. Right. 
It, it just doesn't Jeff have a story published on Jenny, incidentally? I, I believe he did. I think um, he does. I can't go remember read which that. One it go was. on JennyMag.org, and oh, I don't know what issue is. I wish I could remember which one it was. Go, go read one of Jeff's stories because Jeff was a, he was regularly my favorite writer in yeah. all those classes that I had with him. Is yeah. he's a very good fantasy writer, and I think he could do very very well at mm. it. But yeah, it was just that it was just that awkwardness, you know what I mean? Everywhere we would go, Yeesh. and like watching him, you know, I would have to pick him up, watching him having to like crawl down his stairs at his house before they put the handicap ramp in. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. You Jesus. Know. And the guy was the farthest thing from crippled that you could be. He was like right. didn't want apologies from anybody. Was perfectly fine, like going to his classes. Yeah, you know. Funny, one of the funniest people I ever oh my met. God, he always made me laugh. Fucking hilarious. He had this like barbarian way about this growl that he do. Uh, I like uh, you. Yeah. Yes. Do the thing with his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he did that crazy thing of flicking his eyebrows and going, ah. Everybody yes. loved him. If you if you get if you were okay with with being nerdy around somebody, you could get along with Jeff so easily. Yeah. He was just one of those people that was just magnetic. Asencock. Asencock. Jeff Johnson Asencock. If you can find JennyMag.org, I don't know. Actually, I think all of us are published on Jenny Mag uh, in some way, shape, or form. That sounds right. Uh, so you can read all of our stuff, too. But if you can find Jeff Johnson anywhere, read one of his stories. They're very good. Actually, recently we went back through the Jenny website and did a little bit of required maintenance because a bunch of the issues were looking messed up. So it's now it's now every issue looks as it was meant to oh, when good. it was published, which is a real kind of downer for a while because yeah. I didn't know what to do about it. I remember <laughs> Jeff had an idea because he took all the poetry classes with me and we did a lot of the creative fiction writing classes together. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff had this idea that he was going to do a, um, <laughs> a series of food-related poetry that he started at some point. <laughs> yeah. And he was going to call it Jeff or John Dunn in 12 minutes. <laughs> this is a really good... John Dunn Done in, in 12, 12 minutes. minutes. That's <laughs> that's a, a really good, really good uh, poetry joke. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, I just, I always, you know, I love him. I love him dearly. Yeah. And that was the one time that I, like, through that whole ordeal where I, I felt bad for him because I knew yeah. all he wanted is for people to stop looking at him and, like, treating yeah. him differently. Yeah, like, don't gawk at me and speak to me pitifully. Right. For fuck's sake. That is the opposite of what I need right now. Yeah. Anybody have any uh, super awkward moments they can think of again? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I really do. There's so many. Yeah. I regularly remember. Okay. All right. I got one that's way back. All right. All right. So this was in preschool. This is how awkward this is. This was so far back. This is in preschool. preschool. Yeah. Uh, it was. We had. Um, I went to a uh, like a. It was like a Catholic preschool, and I remember my time at this preschool. Actually, it's right around the corner from where I live now. It's that that school off of Kirk Road, right oh. behind. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, uh off of Kirk. Wasn't um, Saint Was it Saint Christine's? It might have been Saint Christine's. Wait, no. Oh, fuck that. I'd have to. I'd, I'll show you on, on Kirk Road. Is it Lynn Kirk? It might be Lynn Kirk. The one that's right by what was a McDonald's years ago. Yeah. Now oh, probably fuck. a pet shampoo. I'll have to show studio. you too. It's way up by by the apartment, right? <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So uh, it was a Catholic preschool, and all I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm very certain that I'm pretty certain it is. All my. Uh, Instructors at this preschool were horrible. Oh, really? They were just mean. Mm-hmm. I remember. Okay, so I have a distinct memory. Okay, um, and, and it took a long time for my mom to actually believe me until I was like way older to be like, "No, you don't understand." Like these people were horribly mean. 
and awful. Okay. And uh, my grandparents always believed me. God bless them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they were. I, I have this memory of them, just to demonstrate how horribly mean these people were. They were like shrews. It was it was our preschool shrews. graduation. They were, but just shrews. And they they lined us all up before we went. We knew an auditorium and did like a preschool graduation with the cap and the gown right. and all that shit. And they lined us up outside the auditorium where all of our parents were sitting, and they 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 were just nasty. They were like, I don't want to see anybody up there. Yawning, and they did like this motion. <laughs> really? And they were like people's hat. They said, "I don't want to see anybody play with their hats." And <laughs> one of them said, "Because the hats kept tipping down, they're like, don't tip it, or we're gonna staple it to your head.' Shut up! I'm not fucking kidding you. <laughs> Is I have this to preschool. I have it was a preschooler. Yeah, and I have this distinct memory of them, oh like bringing a stapler out just to scare us into not fucking around. No. So, and I know that I'm validated this by this. This is criminal, you know. Yeah, I I do know. So, and I'm validated <laughs> by this because our my aunt told me she's like because I told them that story years later and she's like, I remember. <laughs> because you guys walked out in a line and we're going, Chris, hi. And because they didn't want us to say hi to anybody. They're going and they're going like trying to wave at me. And they're like, you were all just like marching like in a straight line, you know, dead ahead. Like you couldn't like you looked fucking terrified. terrified. Right. That's so I like crazy. that's why that's why I believe that this isn't like an, like a kitty invention that I came up with. <laughs> so I remember this. They had a student teacher come in uh, halfway through my preschool year. To like, presumably to like sit in for an early childhood college class. And yeah, right. I cannot remember her name for the life of me, but I remember we all loved her because she was adorable and actually, you know, would have been an excellent early childhood teacher. Yeah. She was exquisite. She was very good at her job and everybody right. loved her. Of course, the bar at this point is so right. low. And <laughs> you just have to not threaten to staple the children's heads. Exactly. Well, and I distinctly remembered that all the other teachers who were there hated her because okay. she was very nice and they were not. Okay. And I remember, oh God, this is so fucking awkward. <laughs> they were like all the kids, we were all like in a big line and we were she she got on a parachute and she had like all 26 kids or whatever, like like popping her up and down on this chute or like you know, like yeah. in the parking lot, like up in the grass. We're like, Whoa, you know, like and right. she's, we're all laughing. We're all having a good time. And I remember I walked back inside to get a drink of water and I came out and the other three teachers who were the actual teachers there were like talking shit about her no. as I walked past. And they're like, we got to, you know, she's just horrible, you know, like all the, you know, and I was like, well, I want to be an adult too. So I remember walking across the lawn going, Hey, you guys got to stop that. No, like trying to be and like, I did that for like two <laughs> solid minutes. And I think I remember like going up to one of the kids and like, you guys got to stop that. And they're like, why? And they're like, well, they don't like it. And they're like, well, they suck. It's like, yeah, but they're terrible. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I just went back to do it. But I just remember that, like, you guys. That's like, thinking crazy. that that was the definition of right. That feels so, that feels so yeah. bad. They that were, they broke you enough with their strictness and their nastiness. Yeah, that was horrible. I think that is a deep-seated reason of, of why I, I'm not a Catholic anymore. <laughs> they were just horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God, they were I kinda horrible. I can't believe that. Right, well, that's the thing. And, like, I tried to explain that to my mom, and she's like, you loved it when you were in preschool. And, like, yeah, okay, I did because I love being around other kids. But, yeah. like, I remember my grandfather, who was someone you didn't want to fuck with. Um, yeah. Like, Cause I, 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 I never, I like, I didn't tell my mom or my dad, like I, or like, 
like I did. And they're like, ah, you know, you like, you're like, ah, you're a kid. You're just, you know, you don't understand. You know what I mean? And I remember telling my, you all right? Yeah, I just realized we left this ugly light on, and it's pissing me off. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> but, uh, to make it nice in here. Uh, I, uh, ooh, there you go. Yeah. Here's the mood lighting. A lot yeah, it's better. The eyes, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, totally. Um, but I remember, like, you know, telling my grandparents that, and to their credit, because this is the kind of parent that I want to be if I'm ever a parent. Yeah. They, like, they took it as gospel. They're like, like you have no reason to lie to us about something like this. Right. And I remember my, my both of them, my grandma and my, my grandpa specifically, going up and, like, yelling at them for yeah. being shitty teachers. It's, like, worse than shitty teachers, though. It's definitely abuse. Yeah, it really, it like, and, it like, the more yeah. I remember stuff about, like, and the stuff that I remember, there's, like, little stuff. Like, I wasn't allowed to talk. It, they didn't feed... Me and a couple friends of mine, bless you. I, you. I had two really close friends from preschool. One was named Tim Smith, mm-hmm. um, who lives in Cleveland now, and the other was named uh, Bojadar from Serbia. His name was Bojadar. Bojadar. Um, You've told Bojadar. me this name before. Yeah, but it was just I thought a, he sounded like an emperor. Right. What a great name that emperor is. Emperor Bojadar. His name was Bojadar. He was Serbian. He was actually Serbian, and he, I think, ended up moving to Columbus before kindergarten started, but he was a very close friend of mine. Yeah. And my family loved him because, like, my mom's side of the family, they grandpa especially serb you know serbs like yeah like real honest to god serbs and like mm. whenever he would come over and his dad would come to pick him up they would talk in serbian and like nice. you know what i mean which was really cool <laughs> but like i remember we were at uh, thanksgiving <laughs> like having our thanksgiving preschool dinner we had the early preschool class and uh they didn't serve us thanksgiving dinner because we were talking during the prayer <laughs> so we didn't get to eat our thanksgiving dinner Fuck. That, yeah, man. they were like they were like shitty, no. like little mini Hitler s's, <laughs> little Hitler s's, <laughs> little Ava Bronze. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's weirdly appropriate considering Hitler was also Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just nuts to me. How's how's this for awkward? Uh, what was what was you, did you guys have the same experience I did with like your first time buying a condom? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I think everybody um, has that. Yeah. Thing is, I bought condoms before I was having sex. Yeah. I bought condoms because I thought it was the thing that you should do. Well, you never know. When someone is gonna change their mind, hey, right? <laughs> right. I, I bought some when I when I like like when I first began to date because I was like, you know, I I want to be ready for whatever happens. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, Nothing and, wrong with and, that. And uh, so, <laughs> fucking, uh, I'm like wandering around like uh, like a, a, a Rite Aid or something, and and like you know. I've got my coat on and I, I I must look really fucking suspicious because this woman comes up and she's like, is there is there something I can help you with? And, yeah. I, and I said, um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm 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 uh, I'm 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 looking for I, I think I think it, the exact words I said was I'm I'm looking for protection. <laughs> and she, uh. But like in a real like, you know, protection. And she's like. Oh, sweetie! <laughs> you could have just here. It's right. She starts yelling here. and pointing yeah. in front of other yeah. customers. No, no, not. Hey, no, oh, the Jimmys are right yeah. over this way. No, hey, don't worry for, about your dick, son. We got gotcha. <laughs> you. Don't forget your raincoat. At the uh, 
at the at the time, that's certainly what it felt like. Yeah, yeah but right. She, but ultimately, no, she actually did make me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah, about right, it, right. Which was, which yeah. was it, great. Because <laughs> fucking man, like it's okay to have sex. It's okay to be like sixteen and seventeen right, and it, like want to have sex. Yeah, like like that's that's what I, you know. There's nothing wrong did, with that. Didn't take me long to realize. You know, it'd be it'd be. It would be awful if I just didn't bother at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. They're there for a reason. I'd like yeah. to think I wouldn't be the square parent. Like, you know what I mean? Right. I like, think it's really hard like, to know, dude. It's okay to don't, like in in my mind now. I'm prepped for that. Don't for, don't be a square. Give him a square. Give him a square. <laughs> well, all right, all right. I got I got a condom story for you. Um, oh boy. So I was when I was dating uh, my uh, Megan, isn't my ex Megan? Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and it was the first night that I spent the night at her house. I was like 19 or something like that. Sure. But I was at my mom's house and I told her, I, I made up, I'm like, Morty. Oh, I'm Morty. Morty. <laughs> Morty. Morty. Um, I, I spent the night at her house and I told my mom, like, oh, I'm, her parents are out of town for the week. I just told her the truth. I'm like, their parents are out of town for the weekend. We're going, when we were, we were going somewhere the next day and like I gave you know I told her the whole spiel but like over explained it you know right. like, you explained the, it in such painful detail that she knew exactly what, what was happening <laughs> right and I was like yeah we're doing you know and I'm like yeah you know I'm staying the night there yeah and you like, know it just makes most sense you know I sure. like, want to leave in the morning from here you know I just thought it'd be easier if we left from there you right know? yeah <laughs> the, the whole plan was to just fuck yeah on the living room floor that was right right because like what mm. else do you do when somebody's parents leave right <laughs> so like that was the plan was to just fuck on the living room floor yeah and I remember I'm like, I got already. I'm like, all right, mom, I'll see you in a couple days. And I'm like, she's like, all right. And I'm walking down the hallway and she's like, don't forget a raincoat. <laughs> did she really? She did. And I went, oh. what? And she said, don't forget a raincoat. And I said, what? And I started turning around. I like walked back and I like peered into her room and I'm like, what are you talking about? And she said, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> And I, uh, I like I wasn't getting it, and she's right. like, "It's gonna be rainy. You want to be protected from the rain." <laughs> and I went, "Oh!" <laughs> and I like this is how f- this is fucking weird. Uh, I like I like pulled it out of my wallet, and I'm like, "I'm, oh. I'm okay." Yeah, right. Oh, oh yeah. Don't, don't worry, mom. Yeah. This object I'm presenting to you is will be, be on, on my, my penis. <laughs> don't in a worry. A few hours. <laughs> don't you worry. Don't you? Yeah, I like think waved it. Oh God. Oh, that hurts to remember that. Don't you that. worry about my yeah. penis, mom. God bless my mom for being cool. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, that's what like, I was gonna say. Your mom is a, a fucking saint. Yeah, dude. Yeah. For like, actually oh, saying that to you. God, I got. Oh. It's awkward, but it's like totally the opposite of all yeah, the talks right. that I got, right. which were we found condoms uh, in your room because we went through your things and by the way you're bad yeah come on man yeah. it's okay <laughs> yeah Dude. like the average person loses their virginity at like 17 right which is the which is the age. Per- proper age to lose any your older is fine but that's a totally that's the ideal age right i think. any younger and it's a little strange yeah really um any you know any older and that's fine yeah you know what i mean yeah, uh, yeah, but oh god! I but just, don't even get me started on any younger plus any older. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, 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 where one's any younger and the other's? Oh any right, older. like yeah. we di- diverge because that's because that's just yeah, that's downright to, terrible. Starts to get weirder and weirder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh my god. The awkwardness. Oh god. I'm trying to think because I have so many. I have so many. I don't want to tell. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have I have diagnosed undiagnosed Aspergers. Mm-hmm. Or like I was, I had to go in through 
You want to talk? Our, oh, man, I just had another great awkward memory. Okay. So I think I told this story on the podcast before where I got in trouble in high school. And um, I got in so much trouble that I had to go see a counselor and I almost got expelled. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so I think I've told part of this story. Um, and it was like, it was for making threats, which were like, it was post Columbine. So, like, yeah, it, right. it, was, it was one of those things where, like, and I think I've told this on like this third or fourth episode. Yeah. Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance for like, and it was like, it was super innocent in hindsight, but I like got in serious shit. Yeah. And my mom had to like take me to a counselor who let me out. I had eight sessions with this counselor over the summer. She yeah. let me out after the fifth one. It's like, she like sat me down and she's like, in, during a session, she's like, you're not crazy. Yeah. And I went, I, I know that. And she's like, there's no reason for you to be here, and there's no reason for your mom to keep spending money. I'm going to write you a very good letter that says, I released you early because you didn't need to do this. Yeah. And you don't have to come back here anymore. And I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I um, – oh, God, where was I going with this? Oh, this is – oh, God, this you is awkward. With di- you, so you started with diagnosed, undiagnosed, and then you went through – Diagnosed, undiagnosed, Asperger's. Okay, I remember. Okay. I remember. So, like, I had to go – one of the things, I had to meet with a – uh, psychologist, and then I had to meet with a shrink. Uh, yeah. The psychologist would was was a witch. She was actually really witchy. Okay, um, <laughs> but she was the one who told my mom. She like I think you're like it wasn't officially. I don't I don't know if it was officially diagnosed or not. She's like I'm fairly certain your son has Asperger's syndrome. Mm. Um, right. Which would which you know makes a lot of sense in hindsight. I don't know if that's <laughs> one, really what it is, right. but it makes a significant amount of sense. So I was told by a psychologist that that's what I have. Right. I don't know if that's she on the record. She might not put it not. on paper. Right. But basically, you've been operating on that assumption. Exactly. For a long which time makes since. a lot of sense. Which makes a lot of sense of why I'm sure. socially awkward. Yeah. Um. So my mom, not to be outdone because she had to go through all this shit and her and my dad had to spend a lot of money to put me through counseling and prove to the school that I wasn't crazy and I wasn't going to kill anybody. Right. Um, the jury's still out on that. Right. No. I'm still not sure no. about you. Well, you know, the right person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so my mom and I told her years later, you know, that was really good what she did there. I was impressed. She too, because she was the one like I got in trouble and I had to do the uh, annoying psychiatrist thing. Yeah. She had to pay for all that and she had to run through the rigmarole to make sure that like and she she told me years later, she's like, well, that happened. And mm-hmm. we started doing that. And she's like, how am I going to get him out of this? It's like, you know, they, every, like, I'm not crazy. Sure. Um, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not. They're, they're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm they're not crazy. crazy. Right. I'm not crazy. They're crazy. She's like, how am I going to get him out of this? And I, I had to, they, she specifically had to go through a lot of shit. Like I had to meet with the school board. Yeah. Prove that I wasn't a harm to myself or others. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the kind of shit that you do when you're a kid, you blown off steam stupid. and you don't think the words matter. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know. But she, one of the things, she was so pissed that she had to go through all that. Yeah. She's like, she, she said, I felt bad because I, I was thinking, like, how am I going to get back at him for this? <laughs> so one of the things, the thing that she made me do that was, and it was, it, it is very good. It is good. It's good parenting. Yeah. It's, it's great parenting. <laughs> she made me meet with the priest. We were, I was still Catholic. Like, oh, pretty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, like I had, I had decided not to be Catholic at the time. Yeah, but she made me meet with her priest 
for like three hours at his house. Oh my god! One night, oh Christ! Oh my and incidentally, god. my priest was uh, John Popovich, Father John Popovich from. Everyone always says Popovich was great. great guy. I've Dude, heard so much. One about of him. the you know, I'm not I'm not religious. That's a great guy. He was yeah. a great priest. One a hell of a priest. Not an annoying pain in the ass like most Catholic priests I've ever met. Did he have a motorcycle? And he be did like have a cool. motorcycle. He had he, a fucking motorcycle. He had a motorcycle and he could bench 350 flat. <laughs> guy was awesome. Holy yeah. shit. So, but like, you know, I had to sit down in this guy's house <laughs> and talk with him. She called him specifically. Yeah. So I could go meet and she dropped me off for like three hours. That's At a his long time. house. That's a long at time. his dining room table, and we had to talk. And, and what did he, he want to talk about? Chris? Just well, I mean, like just you know the standard stuff. Like why did why did you do that? What made yeah. you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he was cool as a cucumber through the whole thing. I was squirming <laughs> through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It was just the most awkward three hours of my life. Ugh. It was just horrid. You know, and the guy. This is a guy that I liked and respected, and continued to respect. Incidentally, uh, Father Popovich. Um, uh, a couple years back, was in a really horrible car accident. Yeah, uh, and Did he it, pass away. He's no, he's alive. He's, okay. he's very much alive. He still does. He doesn't. He doesn't like regularly preach, but they still. You know, he comes around to a lot of Catholic dioceses. He does a lot of in, motivational speaking. He's at. He's at an assisted living facility. Okay. Um, you know, he still does a lot of charitable work, but he's paraplegic. Like he, okay. you know, he got in a very horrible car accident, which is of everybody I've met, he's, it's one of the worst. It's one of the worst twists of fate ever because he's a really good guy. Yeah, right. Um, but she made me sit with this guy <laughs> for three <laughs> hours just to just it was just to make me squirm. There was yeah. no like greater meaning behind it other than I want you to pay for what you're making me do. Yeah, right. Oh, fucking great parenting. <laughs> I told her <laughs> I, I told her years later we were talking about it. And I, I looked at her and I said, that was really good, you know? Yeah. And she said, oh, I know. <laughs> Just so you know, that was. That was that masterful. Was, that was, it was, it was masterful parenting. That was so good. You got me so good. She knew I was going to hate it. <laughs> And like not hate her for it, but right. just hate the situation. Because what am, what am I going to do? Am I going to bitch about it? Right. I can't. Right. I have no ammo. I have zero <laughs> zero defense here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just remember leaving her. I'm like, that was good. And she said, I know, right? <laughs> well, I did that just to piss you off. <laughs> that's such. That's oh, it's beautiful. But it was like the most awkward three hours. I had to talk about. And he, to his credit, he didn't bring up God. He, did, you know what I mean. He just like, he just. I think, I think she pretty probably pretty much told him like, I'm doing this to make him uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, can you please try and talk some sense into him? He didn't. He didn't give me the Jesus spiel. He just like sat down and talked to me like a long shrink counseling session. Sure. You know what I mean? And like, right. but it was horrible. I mean, it was just someone who considers themselves a punk ass kid at 14 yeah. who's rebelling against all of that it was just awful it was just the hardest thing i got one for you all right this is the kind of thing that makes me sick when i think about it is the kind of shit i used to try to do to seem cool to or to impress women mm. all uh, always uncomfortable in retrospect like, this got this, i got thinking about this cuz i was talking about my email mm-hmm. going back through my email I was recently looking for like a music attachment to one of my emails. I came across letters I used to send to this girl that I met in like the end of middle school. We went on one of these. No, I think it was the beginning of high school. Went on one of these church trips mm-hmm. where you go somewhere 
and some very kind, very patient person lets you come into their house and pretend you know how to fix things for a week. Mm. So we went yeah. we went to Crossville, Tennessee, which is a poor and relatively lame area. Yeah. <laughs> and sure. and people literally let like a boat like boatloads of kids come, stay in the <clears> local <throat> you know, school, sleeping on the floor in sleeping bags, and then all week long go to their homes and pretend to know how to fix stuff around the house. Right. It was like an outreach type thing, and it was mostly kind of lame. But there was this girl that I met that yeah. I was fucking crazy about. <laughs> and um, I, I, I remember we had a lot of fun that week, and we talked a lot, and we had a good time. And I just really, really liked her. And I remember then she, she you know, at the end of the week, we went our separate ways, all that shit. That's that. I remember reading... In, I recently came across some of the emails that we exchanged where, oh, like, God. I know, it's so, I'm so, like, I'm cringing <laughs> thinking about it, where, like, I would write little pieces of, like, fiction or whatever and send them to her, like, oh, this is something I wrote. It was, like, clearly about her. And, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I just thought that, you know, oh, yeah. And she'd be like, oh, that's really nice. I, like, it, she was not interested. Yeah. But super <laughs> nice enough to not tell me that. And the last of these email exchanges, we had pretty well grown up past this point. Yeah. There was really no reason for us to still be emailing other than she was really nice. And I remember her talking about having a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, we were in college at this point. And she was thinking about moving with the boyfriend because he had the possibility of, you know, moving somewhere or whatever. I can't remember. And I remember being like, oh, yeah, you guys should come to Youngstown. Like, Mm. dude. She has a boyfriend. <laughs> what are you fucking doing? Like, why? That long distance thing, man. Oh, gosh. It's yep. so uncomfortable. Like, when you go back and you think about the ways that you tried to be smooth. Yeah. Like, what the fuck what did she doing? think I was yeah. doing? She knew exactly what I was doing. <laughs> you guys should totally come to Youngstown for, yeah, like, right. no ulterior reason of mine. It's gr- not that I'm still crazy crushing on you. Right. I have great experience with a long distance thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I get it. It's not, it's it doesn't not, work. It, it's fueled by your, by the potential world that exists in your head. Right. Exactly. But that does not exist. Right. Yeah. The potential world that isn't there that you treat as though it is there. Right. <laughs> uh, it, it's ridiculous. I think about that. I think about poems. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure you guys have done the same thing. Stupid written, poems. Written, yeah. written poems for girls and oh, all that. Sure. And, yeah. Just think back on it, like what was what I are you doing? doing? What are you doing, man? That's not smooth. <laughs> yeah, right. That was that was maybe cool for a hot second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think about like awkward, awkward interactions with women when I was younger. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any that I'd be willing to share. Even <laughs> I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you one more specific. Ohio University. I went there for Halloween one year. I was dressed up as like. Toad from Mario Brothers, like the least fuckable <laughs> video game character in existence. Bowser is more fuckable. Bowser is more fuckable than Toad. I had a paper mache mushroom hat that I made myself, and a blue a blue t- button down T shirt that I'd ripped the sleeves off of. Hello, <laughs> let's go. You want to suck Toad's all right, let's go to the bedroom. Um, and this, I was telling this girl, we were sitting on the porch. We were sitting on the porch of this house. I don't know where we were. And this girl was uh, talking to me, and I thought she was so 
cute. And yeah. uh, and she started asking me stuff about myself, and I told her because it was true. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in a band. Like I do, yeah. Because yeah. that sounds cool. It, yeah, okay. it's cool. But then she's like, yeah, oh, yeah, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I, I play guitar and I sing. And then she's like, you should sing something to me. And then I somehow managed to get this woman sitting on my lap. Oh. And, <laughs> and she's got her ear leaned in close, and I'm singing into her ear. And then I can tell by how quickly she gets up and is like, all right, and walks away. That was not impressive to her oh, at all. Oh, man. I was, I was so, like, my heart fell out. Because I was just like, okay, well, you could you could have stuck around for, like, a, like 10 more seconds <laughs> to not crush me. Ooh. But she was not impressed. Hello. Yeah, I shouldn't have done it. I don't know what I was thinking. What what you what you should have what you should have said was, I'd like to hear you sing instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that would have never, that would have never occurred to me in a million years. It also would probably not have worked. Right. See, what was happening though was like I had I wouldn't stopped be able to thinking. Pull a line be, like that off. I would stopped thinking because a beautiful girl was sitting on my lap for yeah. no reason. Right. Yeah. So I was like, whatever just, happens next, I can't remember. Just to be just to be alive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just the just the reflection of that that, uh, that moment, mo- those moments. I have yeah. I have so many I have so many of those moments where it was it was like I, every single one of those awkward like younger sexual moments is yeah. like yeah. this this connection to me where there's like oh yeah I, I, I you remember your power you as, right. a, as a young man about the world not not even power <laughs> but like the the I would say vulnerability. Yeah, I was like somebody mm. could control you like that, and yeah. and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Remember, like the first like overtly sexual experience that I remember having, I was like fifteen or six, probably sixteen. All right, and it was it was at uh, Watson Elementary. They they've changed everything around now, so it's different. Yeah, but, that school doesn't exist in in its previous form. Right? Do you remember the candy cane slide that used to be at Watson Elementary? I sure do. Buddy. So there's this Ben. There's a slide uh, at like there's this big playground that was at Watson that they put in when we were younger, uh-huh. and then farther past that there was like two swing sets. The shitty old playground. Yeah, the, they built right. the old new one. And then there right. were, like the one th- replica that they kept from that old playground was this old slide that was styled like a candy cane, red, silver, red, silver, red, silver. And I remember there was this girl. Uh, her name was Sarah. Was the first, the first girl who opened up to me sexually. And uh, we were at this playground at like late at nine o'clock at night, yeah, you know, right, late, yeah. quote, yeah, unquote, late, late ish. <laughs> and we were just walking around, and it was just me and her. And we were, you know, playing on the playground. We were older. I was, you know, like I said, I was like sixteen. Yeah, you're like a little too old to be playing on a playground, mm-hmm. but you yeah. Know. And she was like fifteen, you know, and it were. Uh, I, I laid down on the slide, that candy cane slide, and she sat on top of me. Yeah, right. And we and like took her shirt off and made uh. it, like we made out. Ah, uh, uh. right. Do you remember? I just I have my own nostalgia for being uh. a young man. Just when to you be, say this, just to be alive. <laughs> just to, like, yeah. like there's no there's no other words for it for it other than just to just to be alive. But that's the thing is to the, be that, just to exist. That discovery that of being a young person, yeah. and like discovering that is just. Mm. It's it's a subject of endless nostalgia. Right, right. You will never do that for the first time again. It, it, right. It was just it was like this this personal thing where it was like you know you know what it, it, like you reflect on it when you're older it, like when you're younger it's like oh cool you know when right. you're older it's like 
No, that was something special. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that was like she she gave you something personal <clears throat> and special, and you know what I mean. Yeah, you didn't understand it, but it meant something. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't yeah. just like this this. Like, you know, when you're older in college and drunk and stupid, it wasn't like this, just this a thing that happened. It was like, it's like something important, it, yeah. it, meaningful. There's a heaviness to it. And it took you a long time to realize that. Yeah. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> it was just like lost in nostalgia. Yeah. I have, I have, I have, I have a couple like really close stories like that, that sound weird and awkward in hindsight, but are like. No, but that's the thing. That's just part of being a person is those yeah. those moments. And that's the other thing is you can never you can never. That's a personal joy of remembering that exists only for you. Yeah. yeah. And you can try to explain it to people and they can appreciate it because they have similar experiences. But it's a thing that is unique just to you. And it's, it will go when you die. It's hard to put into words. It's yeah. it's like a it's just it's this moment that you can't capture yeah. any other way except in memory. Exactly. You, you, there's no there's no way to write it down. Yeah. You, know, you just you <laughs> have it. And you think of it. the think of the countless countless human lives that have come and gone on Earth, and then think of all the times that those boys saw their first boobs. Yeah, right. Well, and then think not, about... Not recorded for history. Right. But they'd happen. And then, like, think about all those <laughs> girls who, you know, were comfortable <laughs> enough to reveal that for the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who right. like Who, like, gave that thing. It's, it's one of those things, like, I, I've heard it said, you know, uh, and unfortunately, this is the case a lot of the time, you know, uh, for for men, sex is something that you get. For women, it's a lot of the times it's something that you give. At least that's the cultural perception, right? And and it, like if you think of it in that sense, it was like it, it, the first experience you have with that. It's it's someone letting you into that. Yeah, Do you know right. what I mean? Like it wasn't some like at least for me, I would hope for for most other people, it wasn't something that you took. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's something that was that was granted to you. <laughs> like you were you were considered important enough to get that. Yeah. It's know. it's kind of it's kind of it's sweet that way. I guess. There's yeah. a there's an excerpt from a, a poem that hangs up in the radio room at work that that. I I can't help but think of it's an excerpt from a poem called "Ode to the Yard Sale." Um, by uh, where is it? Uh, uh, Gary Soto. Okay. Um, and uh, the excerpt we hang, we have hanging up in the radio room is uh, uh, "Rent is due." It's uh, again owed to the yard sale. Rent is due. It's somewhere on the lawn, somewhere among the shirts we've looked good in, taken off before we snuggled up to breasts that almost made us gods. You're right. <laughs> God. Oh man. Isn't that, uh, that's, isn't that just very sweet. That just, uh, <laughs> that just like it just it it's perfect <laughs> for the emotion of the yeah of the moment. Yeah, you know? and there yeah, you're right. There there it there's there's never quite anything like a like a pair of tits. Well, like, <laughs> like right, <laughs> your, your first time ever seeing or touching a pair of breasts. Yeah, just being right. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. First Bo- of all, those are wonderful. But right. Also, first of all, that that one in particular because it usually comes first. I yeah. think it's like the uh, it's, it's like the entryway. It's the testing the waters to yeah. whether you whether you're gonna and have I'll, a real talk experience. I'm fine with that. Yeah. If I don't ever get fucked again and I still get to play with boobs, that's fine. <laughs> It's just, it's incredible. I'm thinking of of one moment in particular uh, with with, uh, a woman that I was with who I was very close to. um, And it was after, uh, I think I've probably told you guys this before. So without going into any detail, 
Uh, it was with it was with a person that I was close with, and it was after some big thing, mm-hmm. and uh, we we went to a park uh, after this thing that we were part of, and we just, you know, she, she asked me like, "Let's do you want to go to this place with me?" You know, it was really late. We'd mm-hmm. been drinking a little bit, and she's like, "Do you want to go to this place with me? It's my favorite spot to go." In the whole city. And she took me to this place and she showed me this place that was special to her that, yeah. like, looked out over the entire city. And you could see the whole city from this place. And, you know, we, we talked for hours and hours and hours. And then we, like, started kissing and, mm. and like, then took <laughs> off all our clothes. And, mo- and then out of nowhere, and RKO. Then, right. R- RKO. <laughs> Rock bottom. <laughs> No, and then, like we we like we talked, and then we we then we kissed, and like, and then it was this is like the most freeing experience I've ever had. This is maybe like the most personal thing that I have. Mm. We we like we like took off all our clothes and then ran around naked in the field at this park, <laughs> and then rolled around together, and then made love in a field yeah. naked under the stars, and then. Before gods de- and men. To hear you describe it, it sounds like a thing that doesn't happen to people. It did. I That's, assure you, know you I mean? it did. You it, know what I mean? It, it was, and it, we like rolled around and we like we made, made love and uh, and then talked. You know, and it wasn't and it wasn't anything more than that than two people who were very close. Um, you know, who got closer. Yeah. And and you know had this experience together, and then I remember taking her home. And then going home to my to my place, it was like six in the morning. Yeah, and I sat on my back patio, watching the sun come up, and yeah. that was just that was the entire. <laughs> it was like it was, it was like one of those moments where I thought, you know, I could die right now, and, and everything <laughs> would be just fine. Yeah, I think about a lot of times coming home at like six in the morning. Yeah. Those were often some very good nights, mm-hmm. some very special nights. I think. Yeah, the times when you couldn't bring yourself to go home until you were dragging yourself home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Can, I can count those on God. one hand, I think. Dragging your, yeah. Yeah, like, you count the, on the one super... hand. The number of times I came home just like, I couldn't make myself leave. Yeah. So now the sun's up again. Yeah. I have to go. I think of two, yeah. that one being one of them where yeah. it was just very good. I have to pee, incidentally. <laughs> if you guys have any more awkward moments, oh, start boy. them and I'll listen yeah, we, from the other room. I was going to say, we've gotten yeah. way far away sorry, from yeah. awkward sorry, moments. Sorry. <laughs> Man, I, I don't I don't even know, dude. Like, yeah. like uh, it, it really... I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't... Um, I don't know. Awkwardness is such a staple of my life now. It's now so regular that, like, it's, it's almost beyond comment. <laughs> um, I do that thing a lot of just like, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how many people do this of like, when the day is over, I recount all my fuck ups <laughs> and just like torture myself for them for like an hour at the end of every day. <laughs> you know, ah, I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, but. Uh, but no, I, my, my fuck ups certainly do weigh on me, maybe more than they should. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I am, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I, 
there there are plenty of you know awkward moments I I could talk about. Would they be you know would they be as funny? Would they be as entertaining? Would it just you know I I don't I don't know if I could do them justice. Yeah, right. Um, but also I I honestly I mean it would probably be easier if I was drinking tonight, but I'm not. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I just I don't uh, I don't know I I can't like I'm racking my brain and I really I really can't think of anything yeah. super you know worthwhile or, or um, my my only problem is deciding which ones I'm actually going to talk about. <laughs> Honestly, that's my only problem. Well, let's get weird. Let's um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some stuff that was just you know incredibly horrible. <laughs> Ben, what is going on on your phone? I'm 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 sorry. I, I keep I, <laughs> I keep seeing you on your phone. What's going on? I keep I keep uh, I'm I'm messaging Aubrey. Is she okay? She's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. I'm. I apologize. I'm just. I. I like. I really. I. Can't, I really can't think of anything worthwhile to contribute to this. Um, not not because I don't have awkward moments, but but because I just I the. The ones that I'm 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 cool with sharing aren't really worth listening to, and the ones worth listening to I'm not comfortable <laughs> with sharing. So it, right. you know I'm I'm in this I'm in this awkward dead zone. I don't I don't do awkward halfway. It's either yeah. it's either like a little bit where it's like oh whoops sorry I, I bumped. I know in. what you mean. I I because I'm having that problem I, too. I bumped into this guy in in um or I, I saw this guy I know from high school. And I didn't want anything to do with him, so I just walked by and yeah. pretended not to notice. Yeah. Uh, versus, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I farted on the Pope, you know, like, you know, it's, that sounds awesome. There's, you tell the you story tell about when story. you farted on the Pope. That was pretty good. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, you yeah. know, you, you, you think all that, all that smoke coming out when they vote is just like they're burning wood or something, but right. no, it's, it's, I was there and I was <laughs> farting and they put me in the little smoke chamber room. One of the, one of the Cardinals came up and they're like, so have you reached a verdict yet? I'm like, what? I turn around my, my, my fart stream just like, <laughs> ah, no, that's the, gray, no, that's the gray smoke. They haven't decided or however that works. <laughs> Yeah, I, oh, who, I, who fucking knows? Yeah, uh, I, I well, have they gonna just give a press conference like normal fucking people, but no, they got they got no do some kind they gotta of do fucking, some creepy old timey lost bullshit to signal that they chose somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so I have a, I have a I have a farty awkward moment. All right, <laughs> do you really? I do. I, I, I it happened on the subject of farts, and it happened twice. Well, we've we've this is surely shaping up to be an ordinary episode. <laughs> when I was in college, I took astronomy class, like in the planetarium at YSU, which incidentally is a great planetarium. You should go visit it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I took I took astronomy class at eight in the morning because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, did, I, I did the same thing. I took yeah. an early one. Too. Yeah, you take it. You don't. That's not a class you take early. That's a class you take after you've had your fourth cup of coffee. Yep. And you're like ready to face the day, yeah. like at least noon, at least. So I took that astronomy class at eight in the morning, and uh, I don't know if you guys you guys know, but I don't know if any of our listeners know anything about me in college. Um, I was a little bit of a drinker. Yeah, I think we've talked. <laughs> I think we've talked on this podcast extensively. About skipping classes to go, yeah, drink. to go drink, yeah. right? And we like many, like that. You know, like my nights in college, I was a two pack a day smoker. Yeah. If I was at the bar, I was a normally a pack a pack a day smoker. If I was at the bar, I was a two pack a day smoker. Sure, yeah, mm. and I was always at the bar. Right. That's how I usually put that to people. Yeah. Uh, 
six, usually seven nights of the week, I was at the bar. Yeah. Um, when I was in college, because that's just what we, I didn't have any like re- real bills, right. except cigarettes and beer. Yeah. And gas, which for you were real bills, as which were right, right. Of your behavior, <laughs> right? Yeah. And like there would be nights like Drew is my best friend in college. Uh, God bless her. Yeah. And there'd be nights where where she'd be out and she'd be like, "Come on, come on, come out and drink with me." Mm-hmm. And go, ah, no, I can't. I really shouldn't. I gotta, I gotta be at class in the morning. And she go, ah, come on, come on out. And then, all right, I'll come out. And then it would be like, I can't stay long. I'll stay till eleven, and then two in the morning, I'd leave and I'd come home. And I have to be at class at eight. Yep. And then there were nights where I would do that to her. Sure. <laughs> so I took this astronomy class at eight in the morning, and you know, there was one night in particular that I remember I was I was out until three in the morning because the Lemon Grove used to be open all night. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember that, but no. they used oh, to I do. 24 yeah. hours. It's ridiculous. You could literally go in at six for trivia night and then stay until six in the morning and get breakfast sit at there, the Lemon Grove. Sit there on that back patio with your head in between yes, your arms. And I oh, did yeah. many nights. Yeah. Um. So like one night in particular, I didn't go home until, you know, three in the morning and I was in my astronomy class and they had the lights on that day and uh you know you're looking at the overhead and the seats lean way back yeah uh, and i fell asleep in class and i farted myself awake <laughs> <laughs> which is an odd experience oh, i don't know if no. you guys have ever farted yourself awake have i ever <laughs> and not just like not just like little no, like I mean, a, like, like a I big ought, honking toot. I audibly farted myself awake around other people. You bullhorned <laughs> yourself awake. <laughs> and they noticed. <laughs> they, they noticed. And then I did it again a week later. No. <laughs> so one time is just, that's weird. That dude farted <laughs> real loud. But two times, two times is, that's on the, the farting on guy. The, on the guy who farted. That's <laughs> a, a guy that keeps falling asleep and farting. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. It, just, it doesn't have to happen three times. No, two is enough. Two is enough to be the fart You're guy. The fart guy. One's barely. One's like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, right, weird. I don't want to talk to him anymore. Two's like, get away from me. <laughs> You're the farting guy. You're that farting guy. <laughs> like, like audibly, like foghorn. Like, I say, boy. <laughs> you know, I. Uh, oh man, here's an awkward thing. This is a fart-related awkward thing, and I know we're probably running low on hey. time here, but. Uh, one time, I remember this distinctly, I was on a meeting for, for work. I was like uh, on a call on my laptop, right? And it was a very important one with a lot of people far senior to me. We were like talking about like how to build a new website and what should be on it. And for some reason, mm. they thought that we should be on it. And I was talking to someone and I'm in, it's, it's too late now. It's the middle of the call and I'm realizing I have to shit desperately. <laughs> Like badly, desperately. I shit. like I. You know, like where you feel like you've repressed it and it stops and it does a painful crawl backwards inside your body. Like I have, I have to shit so Sorry. badly. <laughs> yeah. Right now, they call on me to answer a question about something I don't remember anymore, and I'm in the middle of, of talking to them, and I, I feel it's, it's like it's, oh, no. it's like it's common. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm sitting at my apartment in my underwear on a phone call, and I'm like getting panicky. <laughs> and I'm saying something to them, and and just and I and I, and I mute myself. I like go up <laughs> because I realize I'm. Like in yep. pain, like on my head sideways and my asshole wants to explode, <laughs> and and they they hear the cadence of my voice go up at the end of my sentence like this. <laughs> they hear that, yeah, 
and then I mute myself just in, and then there's a pause oh. a long pause seconds long where I'm like they they know I'm in some distress they don't know what but they can hear, they hear me go and then, I, and then there's a long pause and then okay all right what do you have over here like yeah. they just like they stop long enough for you to know for me it. to know that they know that something's wrong <laughs> and then they move away from me uh, oh boy I, I I'm certain that they knew something did you poop yourself <laughs> no I did not oh poop did myself. you really okay I did not so poop myself. here's the thing and I'm gonna be real we're talking about awkwardness <laughs> yeah you're talking to a guy who on one hand yeah to be fair but I've shit myself on you, one hand you shit you shit on your hand no I've no. <laughs> in my adult life I can count on one hand the times I've shit myself. Right. But I have, in fact, <laughs> shit myself in my adult life on a, a couple occasions yeah. that just snuck up on me. I know for a fact that time it was like I beer shits and, yeah. and I was holding them back. I, I, I got one. I got one. I got a shit myself story. All okay. right. Let's this happened it. recently. OK. This happened very recently, actually. So I was very. You were part of it later on. But. Okay, so we I don't remember this. We you, you weren't there when it happened, but like you were part of the story in some way. We had to do Krista's wedding, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. had to work. We had to work at uh, Krista's wedding. Yeah, um, you know, like bartending and doing the dishes and like serving, serving food people and all, and all that, that yeah. all that shit, right? Yeah. So the night before, Trisha and I were going to go see Star Wars for the first time. Yeah, and we went to get a. I don't think she knows this either. <laughs> so if she listens to this episode, you know. Awesome. Um, right. <laughs> uh, awesome. We, we went to go uh, get um, a bocce. We went to um, Asuka. And uh, uh, we, you know, we, we didn't go to the hibachi table, but they made us the hibachi style food. We got like steak. I got steak and shrimp. Yeah. And I ate the entire plate of like noodles and rice and all that shit. Yeah. Right. Right. So we're, we were going to. You know, the idea was we were going to meet up with them before we went to the to the movie. Okay, and uh, you know to discuss what was going to happen the day of the wedding for the uh, you know serving what where everything was, how to prepare all that shit. Yeah. So we were on the way to the we like the idea like at first we were there earlier like we were going to go before dinner but like they weren't ready yet. Yeah. So we went to dinner. And then I was like, oh, man, I don't feel good. Like I had, you know, you know, they ate five pounds of steak and shrimp. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, my stomach doesn't feel good. And she's like, ah, well, you know, like, well, there's a bathroom there. You know, go go like I was like, oh, man, I'm thinking like I got to stop at my apartment. This is the shit I got to save for my apartment. <laughs> and, this is a uh, bad one. This yeah. is a bad one. Right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, we get like we're, we're driving down Market Street towards the church. And I, I went to fart. And I farted, but it was just one of those where, like, just enough came out, right? <laughs> just enough came out. Just enough. Are you saying it's like it's still it's still at cheek level? No, it, it came out. Asshole. It was wet. Is it? Is it? It's gotten <laughs> this, past sorry, the cheeks. God, am I sorry, guys? It it, it, it came out. Like it came it, out. it's it's splattered out just a little bit, but just enough. Just enough. But enough that it would have left a noticeable mark on my pants. <laughs> so I had to go and like, and then I had to fake it because I'm not going to be like, I, I didn't want to, I was too embarrassed. I didn't want to tell my girlfriend that I just shit my pants. No, no, you're hoping to get right. past this somehow. Right, somehow. Which I'm sure at some point somebody's going to tell her this. Right, but, of course. But we went to the church 
and uh, you know, I had to go, and I didn't know there were there were actually people there, like to like talk to us and guide us around. So I had to like. I had my Bruins jersey on. I had to like pull it down real low so people didn't notice that I like just shit my pants. So you're walking around trying to basically make yeah, sure no one can but see But like your I, ass. I ended up going to the bathroom and then that's when I noticed that I had made a horrible mistake because there was like this thing, you know, like just not a lot, but like enough to be like that dude shit his pants. <laughs> like, if anyone had, had hazarded a look, they would have known immediately what was happening. Yeah. So I had to like clean that off and like, you know, like, it, again, it wasn't bad, but it was enough where I like I had to like get a paper towel and like take care of that. Yeah, right. And then like try and be there. And I'm going, all right, come on. Like, yeah, like, right. like the longer get the we fuck stand out of here. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I uh, I sat there with uh, wet shit, <laughs> like cleaned wet shit in my pants and had to like pretend to be formal. Nice. So, sorry, Christopher. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Were there priests around? Were there? There were no priests. priests. Okay. No priests. Thanks. That's a little bit of a relief. Yeah, but like I'm sure the one guy who was there had to have definitely noticed that because yeah. he followed me all the way down. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way he didn't know that I pooped myself. <laughs> you know, there's no and not way a lot of poop. Not like a not like a, I need to call my mom and go home amount of poop, but right. like a, a enough <laughs> enough of poop that it was a noticeable. So. Wow. You know, it's okay. That's a rough The one. moral of that story Good is, heavens. you know, it, accidents happen when you're an adult. It's okay to shit yourself. <laughs> yeah, Don't right. Feel awkward. <laughs> the secondary moral is never pass up a bathroom. You've said it before. It was your grandma's advice. One of my, the one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was from grandma. And, Don't uh, pass up a bathroom. Don't let anybody treat you like you're inferior. Mm -hmm. Walk into a room. Like you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you're at, like like if you're at a job, pretend you know what you're doing because yeah. people will believe it. Yeah. And never pass up a bathroom. Greatest advice I've ever gotten. <laughs> Great advice. A three yep. point plan for success. Yep. Yep. True story. Anybody else have any uh, other awkward moments? I, I think Ben and I are, are tapped not, out, not willing yep. to reveal. The thing is, I, I basically told all the best ones, but some of them are just like, you don't <laughs> want to, you don't want to hear even some yeah. of them. They're just, right. yeah. Yeah. That's the whole point of this episode, Ben. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> I just told you I shit myself, not but like two or three months ago. Right. That's so. true. I don't know if I, I don't have anything, uh, that's, that's funny. It's okay, just it's like so cringe inducing. Just, yeah, it's just like yeah. even you don't well, want to hear. Uh, listen, I had to walk around, and then I had to go to the Star Wars movie with <laughs> shit in my pants and not wait, tell anybody. Wait, you went to the you went to Star Wars that same night? Yeah, I had so, to go see Star Wars that night. <laughs> you sat in those nice leather recliners there. The go yeah, back. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. And the thing is, I cleaned all the shit up, but like yeah. there was a wet, still semi shitty stain in my underwear and my pants. Uh, right. So like the by the end of the show, I had like a, a like a red rash. On my ass that I had to take care of when I went home. <clears throat> this sounds like the worst night. It was, you know what? If if not for Star Wars and delicious hibachi, it would have been horrible. But like, that's the truth, man. Like yeah. that's that I had like a weird, like painful, like oh fuck. I I hope I didn't just infect myself yeah. by having wet drawers on. I know I've shit my pants. Yeah, you have. I and just I can't think of a of the what it was that happened you when I last as an shit adult, any adult walking the face of the earth has either shat themselves yeah. or come desperately close to shitting themselves. Oh, yeah. 
It, it happens. <laughs> so I just revealed to like all of my friends who listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's happened more than once. That was one time I've shit myself <laughs> as an adult a couple other times. So. If you're listening, email us your shit, your yeah. pants stories. We would love to hear them at ham slam and drug at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Right. Yeah. <laughs> True story, guys. True do, we, story. do we have that email address? Yes, we do. We still do. Okay, yeah. cool. We are ham cool. slam and drug at gmail.com. Awesome. Yep. Um, well, well, do we have anything else? Nah, I, I, I'm ready for a little break myself. I'm right. a little pissed. Yeah. yeah, let's take it. Let's take a break. We'll be back with uh, recommendations and then what we learned, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dude Cast. Woo! We are back. Did you like that break that you probably didn't uh, take as a break that you were probably just listening straight through? No, see for them it was linear yeah. time. For us it was like uh, 25 minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> we just like took a little pause there. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, we, we yeah we what we what it is is uh, we have a hyperbolic recording room. <laughs> <laughs> so like what what is to you know 5 to 10 seconds to you is actually like half an hour for yes. us. We use it, we use it for our intense training to beat cell. Right. And every episode of this podcast is for us just days, <laughs> days at a time. Days. On the next exciting episode of Three Dudes Show Z. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, uh, no, you know what? Uh, I think we had. I'm actually pretty proud of that topic. I was pretty happy with that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like consistently my topics are the worst topics. No, that was a no. very good so, topic, and you don't do bad on average. <sighs> That's you, a, you, you know you know what you know what's great about about having a show with three uh, smart dudes Morty Morty, uh, <laughs> Morty. <laughs> is is that there are no worse topics no. they're they're, yeah. they're all good yeah yeah I don't think we've really done a bad episode ever and for that matter our good topics always come back to pee pee and poo poo anyway. they do right that's true <laughs> so that's true. even our good topics are maybe it bad topics will come back to you all right uh, I guess it's time to uh, I was doing the end, you were doing the beginning. That's all right. All right, so I guess it's time to get into recommendations. Let's yeah. So I will start this week since I know you guys were both trying to come up with right what you wanted to do. I prefer you go first. I am not going to give you a choice this week on albums. I'm going to recommend oh. one to you that I've been like going way into. Nice. I'm going to recommend a band that uh, is a band that I would describe as a band that I know that my dad would really like. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the album I want to recommend to you is an, a 19 early. I think it was 1970, an album that came out in 1970 by a band called Traffic. Okay. Who is Steve? Anybody, you guys know the name Steve Winwood? I do. I so, do know that name. Yeah. So Steve Winwood was the uh, the lead singer in the uh, Spencer Davis group. Uh, he also played in Blind Faith with Eric Clapton and Ginger Baker. Okay. Um, he also played uh, lead guitar, keyboard, lead vocals in the band Traffic. Uh, uh, Steve Winwood, incidentally, you know, you ever, you've heard this song. I'm a man, yes I am, and I can't help but love you so. You know that one? You guys ever heard that? I know. I 
thing. Don't know. I know I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so that was that's a that came out in sixty five or sixty six. That was a Spencer Davis group song. Uh, Steve Winwood belting out the "I'm a man, yes I am" yeah. at the age of fifteen, the tender age of fifteen, <laughs> lead singing for the Spencer Davis Group. I'm a man, uh, kind of, but not sort yet, of, really, but not but yet really. Uh, but yeah, Steve Winwood <laughs> is, is steeped in high grade musical talent. Mm. Uh, Traffic is a uh, rock and roll Hall of Fame band, uh, and they they played a lot of stuff that you know but don't know that you know. That's okay. the best way I can explain traffic. They are a seventies. <laughs> they kind of. I would. I would say that they sound like Chicago, but more accurately, Chicago sounds more like traffic. Oh, really? If that mm. makes sense. Traffic came first. They're they're yeah. like jazzy, jammy, little bit of bluesy. You know what I mean? Um, keys, horn section, uh, uh, contemporary kind of rock. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head that you guys would know. So you're saying they have horns in traffic. <laughs> they do. Ah, dad. Zing. Um, Dear Mr. Fantasy, play us a mm. tune. I don't know. That yeah. One. You don't know that? Dear Mr. Fantasy? So, nope. Okay. The, the album I'm going to recommend to you is a 1970 album by uh, Traffic called... <laughs> John Barleycorn Must Die <laughs> is the name of this traffic Seriously? album. Uh, and this is, it's six. Yeah, have you ever met the guy? He's kind of a dickhead. <laughs> um, so this album is, it's it's an easy one to get through. You can add to your Google Play playlist or whatever you list, Spotify, whatever you listen to it on. Um, it, it, it's like six tracks. Okay. Um, the, each track is like six to eight minutes long. Um, so you could get through the album in about 45 minutes. Okay. Uh, like widely, super critically acclaimed at the time. Um, still really fucking good. An album that sounds like Fish could have done now and, <laughs> and, and fucking rocked out on. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll play you a little bit of an intro from the opening track. It's called <clears throat> Glad. It's like, okay. a, like a little seven-minute instrumental jam All session. All right, get ready for them DMCA requests. We're getting pulled <laughs> down. Woo. I think you guys have heard this before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I've definitely heard this. Yeah. I have not. I, I, I can't identify where from, but I know right. for a fact. You I know, you it. know it. That is traffic in a nutshell. That's a <laughs> lot. Traffic is a band with a lot of stuff that you know. But you don't know that you know. Why yeah. do I never know the things that you know I know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, if I, I would, okay, Drog. This yeah. is if you if you took that album to your dad, I'll bet you your dad would go, oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh I'm sure he would. Your dad would go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one. Popsy Drogsy knows all things music. Uh, Traffic is is a very cool band. Traffic is a band that I think is t super timeless, and I think this album is a testament to that. It's one that I think works in any era because it's so it, it's different than what the other stuff was that we, like the stuff that was coming out in 1970 was still half flower child kind of stuff, starting to get angrier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Traffic was like a happy medium. There, it, it's this weird mix of folksy, bluesy, jazzy, okay, jammy kind of stuff. Um, and every Traffic album is good, but um, if you want to get a good start, John Barleycorn Must Die is a great start for that. Does he die? 
Uh, there's a song called John Barleycorn on there. I guess you're going to have to listen to that <laughs> to see what really? happens. Uh, Glad the one that I played the little clip of yeah. that you, you you've heard but might not have heard. <laughs> you're right. Um, that is the title track. Uh, Freedom Rider is the song that comes after that. Typically, when you hear those together, you hear those on the radio, they're played together. Okay. Um, yeah. So the whole album is, like, like I said, 45 minutes long. It is just a fucking cool, jammy record. I went back through and I listened to it again. It was the first time I've listened to the whole thing since I was younger and, like, really trying to, like, dig into music. Right. You know, that age of your life where you really tried to, like, get into music and oh, be yeah. open to it. Um, I went through that phase and then I went back I, I'm now going back to that and like listening to some of that stuff nice and, uh, it is a fucking cool album man it yeah. is really good I dig that super timeless um, you know not that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is any like indication for what super great music is but no but it's up it's it's, it's a, not a bad it's a good it's a good point, jump right. off point yeah. uh, and traffic was inducted in 2004 if that gives you any inclination right. it took black sabbath way up until 2012 to get inducted <laughs> and their first album came Jesus. out in 1969 so you kind of get the idea here yeah. like it, it's one of those bands that was tremendously influential um, and yeah. they did a lot of albums none of which are bad but this is a good one to start on okay. because everybody can get into it. And again, I've said this to several times on this podcast before. Both of you will like this album for different reasons, coming from different sure. musical backgrounds. So I think you're really both going to enjoy it, and I encourage you both to add it to your playlist. Here, let me do that now. And John Barleycorn must, must die. die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I would, it would be an album that I wouldn't say listen to in snippets. Listen to it top to bottom. Sure. It, it doesn't take more than like 45 minutes to get through the whole thing, and it's worth a listen. That's the thing for me that I really like is like I'm, I'm an album guy. Me too. I'm an album guy, yeah, as I'm evidenced by same. my record collection so yeah like I'm, I'm really not into you know like something that you listen to just for the single and then pass on to something else i really exactly. like to listen to the whole thing yeah yeah most of the record choices that i make are based on how good of an album i think it's gonna be if i haven't that's it that, john barleycorn right must here. try must die released in 1970 <laughs> okay my, my phone auto corrected that to john battlefield <laughs> <laughs> john barleycorn sunk by battleship <laughs> john john Barley corn must whoops must die. Must. Nice. It's an album and that sequel. John Barley corn dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that. Oh fuck, that it's, was good. It's an album that, like, when I was thinking about giving you this recommendation, I was picturing you both going, yeah, like this, like nodding your heads to it. <laughs> yeah, because that's the whole record. It's super. Yeah. It's super cool. Oh, it's yeah. super bouncy. I think you're both really going to like it. So I dig I, it. I encourage you to listen to that and then come back to me next week and tell me what you think about <laughs> it. So I will. All right. Yep. Uh, ben, you have a recommendation for us? I do. On the note of on the note of good shit to kind of bob your head to, I nice. also have an album recommendation. Okay. Um, uh, I, I uh, well, this will be my only recommendation for the week. Um, uh, my my fear is that I'm going to run out of recommendations one week. Um, <laughs> I feel like it will never happen. So um, I wanted to recommend. Um, I wanted to recommend uh, an album that I know I've I've shared with you guys before, but I bring it up now because I, I, I searched for a while for it on Spotify, and I don't know when it happened, but the last time I searched for it, it was there. It's on Spotify now. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's an album by, by a DJ and producer named Vanilla. It's called Origin. Um, okay. Uh, Origin by Vanilla. 
and it's uh, you'll recognize it by the by the big uh, uh, retro looking sun, you know, with the horizontal stripes that cut through it. Yes. So it looks like it's setting below horizon, you know. Okay. Um, and it's just it's just a, sh- a m- massive album of just lo-fi hip hop beats. Uh, you know, re- you know, uh, chill hop as it's as it's often referred to. That one, yes. All right. Um, kind of looks like the uh, what, like the Touchstone Pictures, whatever the logo is for. Right, the, yeah, yeah. It's got that thing going on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So it's it's uh, it's it's like it's lo-fi chill hop. It's it, you know, it's it's very downbeat, but it's got this throughout the whole album has this fantastic, uh, uh, very subtle uh, uh, '70s funk. Kind of flavor with a, with a lot of sweet like uh, you know uh, uh, you know real, like glittery synth effects kind of almost disco ish yeah um, you know a lot of a lot of great uh, uh, you know sampling work and in, incorporating you know funk guitar vocals uh, and some of the it's it's a car album because you you gotta have the bass to go yeah. along with everything. Um, um. And it's it's just it's it's real good to just relax to and unwind with. Yeah. Again, in the same vein, you know, similarly as as like Jay Dilla or. Yeah, it is very Dilla. Uh, You linked me some uh, of the songs from this album before. Yeah. Uh, I want to I want to throw a shout out to Tyler, who was a guest on our show before. Yeah. Tyler, if you're listening to this, I know when we went to the record store, you were looking for stuff kind of in this vein. So the, I haven't listened to the whole album top to bottom, but I've listened to certain couple tracks off of it. Yeah. It's an album you will like, Tyler. So li- pay attention here because this is this is something you'll enjoy. My uh, my favorite track on the album is uh, it's it really is is just a, a straight up remix. It's it's a great example of how by sampling something you can rearrange it and create something new. Yeah. Out right. of just the components you're given, um, and it's it, it's the fourth track on the album. It's called Footsteps. And it's a, uh, it's a, 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 I mean, even calling it a remix doesn't do it justice. It's a complete rearrangement of of an old uh, Rene Geyer song called Apartment C and D. Okay. Um, which itself is a is a is a great song, but it, it is really that you know that old uh, almost pr- I guess proto disco like yeah. like. Um, you know, when, when you could have like, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, like a, a brass section in the back of a funk guitar and, and just someone vocalizing. Yeah. Uh, just just a real good vocalist singing the lyrics over over everything. And then Footsteps just like chops the whole thing up and rearranges it and makes something completely different and unique. Nice. Um, it's it's a it's a fantastic album. Again, it's it's ear candy is yeah. really what it is. It's, Honestly, you had me at it's it, that, that it reminded you of Dilla or that it felt like Dilla. Yeah. Well, well, uh, maybe not stylistically because again, it's it, it it shares more with like funk and disco than it than it would with like yeah, but pro- you know '90s hip hop production style wise, it's in the similar right. vein. Yeah, yeah, it's styles it's, of producing specifically it's, that yeah. lo-fi thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's all just you know chopping up, rearranging, combining. Nice. It's 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 musical experimentation, and, yeah. and and it ends up being you know stylistically coherent and you know very much again ear candy. Nice, um, great great album to listen to and chill out to, uh, especially when you're in the car. Cool. I, I have downloaded both of those albums to my phone. Yeah, so nice. we'll see Dude, when I actually listen. To you're that. gonna like the. There was one night a couple months ago where he linked me several tracks from that album. Yeah. And it's it's cool. It's fucking it's really <laughs> yeah. cool. I have to I have to listen to it top to bottom. Nice. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll give you a quick one here. This is basically a stolen recommendation, <laughs> which is to say that, Chris, you recommended this to me on Sunday, and as you know, I watched it. It's a documentary, yeah. and it blew my fucking head open. Uh, which documentary was that? It's It's on HBO. It's called Tickled. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this, Ben? The the dark side of the Tickle Me Elmo craze. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't tell me you don't remember how, how fucking crazy yeah, people got, went for Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, yeah. yeah. My sister had one, and I still don't know how the hell they got one for her. <laughs> so, I still don't know. Let me tell you this. This, like, not to take, I'm not going to take any credit for it because it was recommended to me mm-hmm. by uh, Amber Kenny and Joe Wagner on the right. Long Shot podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Personally. And, and it just the way they ex- described it and explained it on that podcast, which is one of my favorite podcasts, yeah. uh, made me want to watch it. And Trisha and I sat down and watched it one night, and it is insane. Yeah. What What is it? I will tell you the setup as the trailer would give it to you, which is that a, a journalist in New Zealand who kind of write, writes what seems like kind of a lifestyle column of like, mm-hmm. you know, inter- interviewing odd people and odd things or whatever. Yeah. Comes across this thing online. It's called endurance, competitive endurance tickling. It seems to be like a sport <laughs> of people like who tickle each other competitively. This is the outset, right? Essentially yeah. like softcore fetish, you know what I mean? Gay, homoerotic. I think even when he starts, he doesn't see it this way. Although he does think it seems a little gay. It's a little. It, well, it, 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 like, <laughs> yeah, how right. can you not? Like if you watch the, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you get the idea. Like sure. real softcore. It's like a bunch of young niche. dudes tickling each other and like one of them is bound up. Like it has a bondage kind of feel to it. It's kind of gay. (laughs) So the thing is, he contacts the company that produces it. The company that produces it responds to him with a very, very nasty, vitriolic, hateful response towards... Because he's he's gay, and he gets this homophobic response back from Jane O'Brien Media. Jane O'Brien Media. He just simply inquires about it. He gets this back completely, like, like apropos of nothing or whatever, you know. It's like, uh, (laughs) it's, it's just, like, really, really weird and hostile. And then they start, as he researches more, starts to reach out to people, try to email people, contact people. They get legal notices about how they have to cease and desist. It goes further. The company sends representatives to New Zealand essentially to threaten him, and it just goes from there. I don't want to say much more. Because you can't. Because (laughs) really, to say any more about this is to spoil the how big this gets. Okay. But basically what seems to be a... It's like, it's like major celebrities and world businessmen and politicians involved in this like secret tickling kink I circle. I wouldn't go that far, but, but essentially essentially, you're seeing it's big. It's big. It's bigger than like some company that produces a sport-like tickling and, thing. And darker than you're expecting. Darker. You go into this thinking it's one thing and it ends up being something completely different. <laughs> yeah. Jesus be, Christ. Be, yeah, be prepared to feel awful for some of the people interviewed and to and to contemplate just how scary and dark I guess internet uh, communications and maybe harassment and things like that can go. <sighs> Fuck, man. I, I don't want to say that much more. I've yeah. kind of already said a little bit too much, but it's the subject of the trailer. The sure. trailer gives it all away, so I'm not sure. really spoiling anything that you wouldn't see in the trailer. But if nothing else, watch the trailer and decide for yourself whether it's something you want to watch. Okay. It's, I mean, and, and, and then here's the other thing. Once you've watched it, look up something called The Tickle King, which is on YouTube <laughs> now. I know, right? Right. Which is a follow-up from the initial events of the documentary. Right. 
that follows what happened on their international tour to promote and release this Which documentary. just raises more questions. Just raises more questions. <laughs> gets okay. more personal about certain figures involved. Wow. It's, it's, like, shockingly insidious. I, like, the whole time I was watching it with Christy, we just kept going, like, this is insane. It's insane. It's one of those things where you start watching it, and then somewhere along the documentary, 20 minutes into it, you start leaning forward in your seat. Yes. And you stay there. And you keep, you like, slowly you lean <laughs> forward until the end. Holy shit. Do you shit. know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's it's a very, it's very well done. It's so well done. It's um, it's brave on the part of the filmmakers yeah. to pursue the story. In more that, ways than one. <clears throat> yeah, right. They, they really do take on certain personal, emotional risks, uh, I would say financial risks even, in order to right. pursue this story. So... Wow. If nothing else, then for the sake of the sacrifice they took on to make it, watch <laughs> this watch. documentary. Yeah. I will. Uh, really, really good. Um, I want to I wanna, um, also uh, give an update on our previous recommendation. Oh, okay. I listened to, uh, 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 what was it, 111770? Yeah, or, uh, uh, yeah. Is that yeah, the Elton Elton John album? The Elton John album, yeah. live one. Fan Dude, it's fucking killer, right? It's, I it's love like, that record. Just from audio, like I, I, like my brain automatically goes to picturing Elton just, just fucking destroying a, a, this yeah. keyboard, you know, like just going absolutely nuts on it. Plays yeah. the hell out of it. There's he so, does. There's so much goddamn energy. He makes it sound so big. It's, it's a piano, a bass, and a drum kit. The yeah. whole yeah. show. So I, I heard uh, the, the best way I can describe that record is that I had heard at my time at Best Buy that a. Uh, a 35 millimeter film reel is capable of producing a 6K image. Okay. Which is higher than what TVs now can produce. Right. So like old films like Citizen Kane can theoretically be displayed in 8K because that was shot on 70 millimeters. Yeah, because we're talking the physical resolution of the exposure of a piece of film. When I listen to 111770, I understand how lo-fi can translate into hi-fi. Yeah. Right. Because that album is so crisp. Yeah. It just sounds so good. Yeah. So good. It, yeah. it, it hits you, man. It's it's super fucking cool. Take it's, Me to the Pilot is the, my favorite Elton John <laughs> song, and that version in particular, yeah. where he plays for like this six-minute wild, heavy, yeah. improv. Like, if you listen to the original recording and then you listen to him play that, he's throwing like so many extra notes into that song that he doesn't need to that just make it sound so big. Right. Uh, that, I love that record. I love that record. Yeah. It's so, so good. Well, uh, well, yeah. I'm freezing my nuts off. I don't yeah, know why I the know. basement getting is chilly. this cold. I, uh, I, I'm just going to say right, right off the bat, I haven't written down anything. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. Um, That's okay. I, uh, I wrote down Joel Osteen's pristine mango steen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? I was going to write that down, and then I forgot how you worded it, so I abandoned it. <laughs> Covering for the butthole surfers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wrote, we know we're fat. We don't need you to remind us. Yeah. <sighs> Sincerely. Uh, I wrote, uh, Blondie gets them titties out. Yes, it, yes she does. <laughs> I said, yes, she does. I'm yes. thinking of Debbie Harry. <laughs> Debbie Harry is not Blondie. Blondie no. was the band. Right. Debbie Harry was the singer. Well, you know, Sorry. she's kind of, kind of Blondie. Yeah. Next, you're gonna t- next you're going to tell me that Steely Dan wasn't just one person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Uh, I wrote... Uh, what what did I write here? Uh, oh yeah, I wrote. Can you switch ball sides? Yeah, you tell us. I please let us know if your balls have ever switched sides. Please, I'm still not convinced. 
I need more anecdotal. So evidence. if you're listening, convince Dave. Please tell me about your balls. Even if you don't know anything about it, <laughs> I want to us and convince us. I want to know where they've been. I want to know where they're yep. going. I want to know where your balls are. <laughs> I uh, I wrote sorry where about your, balls, your where your balls where your balls at. <laughs> I wrote sorry about your anus. Let's move on. <laughs> that was in reference to Thank your you. anus. Me shitting myself. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I wrote Toad is the least fuckable Mario <laughs> character. Dude, I can't tell you how humiliating that is ah, in retrospect. Right. Ah, whatever. I'm, I'm sure I could come up with a less fuckable Mario character. I don't know, man. Uh, Petey Piranha. Petey Pir- yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. you're right. Petey Piranha. That just, that freed my soul from this <laughs> terrible burden. <laughs> Thank you. Petey Piranha is definitely less fuckable. Yeah, fuck <laughs> It's definitely less fuckable than Toad. Yeah, about like Lakitu, Lakitu, the dude in the cloud with a little. Uh, oh no, I'd ride him wrong. <laughs> I'd fuck that cloud right off his body. <laughs> Bury him face down. That fucking yeah. cloud. Smash <laughs> his face into a pillow. Stuff that fishing mm. rod up his yeah. asshole. <laughs> Here, have a shell. Here, have another shell. Have another one. <laughs> <laughs> They don't call them the Hammer Brothers for that. Man. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Not bad at all. Um, You have anything else? That's it. That's That's it? I have a couple more here. I wrote, wrote, uh, there's a way to let someone down gently, and you're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Let people. Always be kind if you have to. Be kind if you have to. It's okay to let someone down, and it's not okay to shame them. Yeah, uh, it, if if they start going like you know, but why I'm such a nice guy, then then you can then shame both them. Barrels. Please, you have you both have my barrels. permission to shame them. Uh, <laughs> the last one I wrote is the smoke from the Vatican is just fart stinks. <laughs> that's canon now. Yeah, that's canon. I'm yeah. going to consider that canon. Uh, well, I, I think we're all wrapped up here. Yes, we are. Uh, that was episode. 41. 41. 41. 41. Next week, we will have Ben hosting. Indeed. Um, Hell yeah. Will there be a guest on? We don't know yet. Maybe. 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 (laughs) (laughs) You think we plan any of this? No. Right. We know, like, literally 20 minutes before and sometimes during what's going to happen. So we we show up at varying levels of hungry and and full of beer and do this. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? That is more accurate than it sounds over recording. That's that's actually the truth. That's what it is. That's pretty much what this whole show is. Anyone who has been on it could testify. Uh, Uh, But no, Ben will be on next week. Ben's topics. Regularly, the most fun to do That's on the true. show. So look forward no to pressure. that. No pressure. No pressure or anything. <laughs> no pressure. Just don't. I, blow I, this. I already have the perfect reality or bullshit for you. Oh Ooh. yes, I'm very right. excited. I have the perfect one. I'm I think very I, have, I think I have a pretty good record at these now. <laughs> I'm hoping oh, to keep that record high. Yeah, yeah, you are. You are pretty much on top for the, right now. This will be. This will be a fun. Unlike one. your dad, who's a <laughs> <laughs> who's a power bottom. Of course, That's, we said that off of the mic. Never mind. No, idea. Yeah, they no, idea. no one knows no what one that knows is. What that is. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we will be back next week. Thank you all so much for listening. Mm -hmm. We are rapidly approaching our one-year anniversary. So thank you, everybody who listens to this show. We know there's not a ton of you. Um, There's way less of you than there used to be. (laughs) (laughs) But no, the people who do listen, thank you. We really do appreciate it. It is a lot of fun for us to do this. And again, I can't stress this enough. I think everybody would like it. If you guys shared this with your friends. Yeah. So if you have friends who you think are weird, yeah. 
who uh, you think might if like you this weird... weirdo pervert if with you a know a weirdo pervert with a lot of time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, like you do. Just uh, hanging around. Share it with your friends. I, yeah. If you think that they might like the show, please share it. We have a lot of fun doing it, and we'd have a lot of fun entertaining them, too. Yeah. Uh, so we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. All right. All right. Have a good night, everybody. We're going to go maybe shovel El Cowboy into our face. Yeah, that's right. Uh, or, yeah. or, as you say, the cowboy. The cowboy in, yeah. in your English We're going to shovel the cowboy into our face. <laughs> All right. Night, night. Bye. Good night, bye. everybody. Bye.